0: 855-453 that's the sickle toll free call in line here on Free Talk Live. You can call in, talk about whatever you want to talk about. That's how, what we do here on Free Talk Live. The number again is 1-855-450-3733. But I have a guest that I brought on. His name is Bill Westmiller. Uh, Bill, you and I have been uh, pretty good friends for a while now. You're the former president of the Republican Liberty Caucus. I, um, what what kind of position do you hold now? You got anything uh, behind your name that you're excited about?
1: No, just uh, RLC director. I'm kind of eating myself out of the RLC <laughs> at the moment.
0: There's a lot of work involved in these uh, kind of organizations. There's uh, no doubt That's about true. it. But um, you have been integral in um, in that organization for some time. And... You know, you sent out an email to the group, and I thought that this was, uh, frankly, the kind of stuff that we need to be talking about right now. Recently, Herman Cain has uh, won the Florida Republican Straw Poll. Is that right? Yep. Tell me— why? I mean, why is this candidate who hasn't polled above 8 percent, and that's on a good, really good day, suddenly, wham, win the Florida, uh, F- Florida straw poll, Republican straw poll, I should
1: well, say? Well, you have to understand that this particular poll was a poll of the delegates at the GOP state convention. Uh, it's unlike all the other straw polls where people could go in and register for the event and vote in the straw poll. Uh, these delegates were elected three months ago. Uh, at county caucuses in the Republican Party of Florida. Now, it just so happens that that was right after the first Republican debate, where Herman Cain made a very good showing, and everybody was very impressed with him. Mm-hmm. So the people who supported Cain probably were the ones that were more inclined to go to these caucuses and get elected as delegates to the convention. Okay. Now, that in combination with the poor showing that Perry had and... Uh, the general distaste for Romney. Yeah, but Romney kind ta-
0: right, um, of told. Romney kind of told Florida Republicans, Southern Republicans, to take a long walk off a short pier during the last debate, isn't it right?
1: Well, he did. Uh, he basically insulted people by saying uh, the conservatives who um, on the immigration rate race issue were uh, heartless. And so that obviously upset a lot of conservatives. Um, Now, Romney has said all along he wasn't going to participate in any straw polls, but he's got his biggest organization in Florida, and he spent the most money promoting himself in Florida. So the showing of 14% for Romney and 15% for Perry against uh, Keynes' 37% is a huge embarrassment for both of them.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it, it amazes me that uh, Kane came in at uh, th- 37, but the only I think the only one that it really does anything bad for are Perry and Romney. Um, yeah. you know, I I think the people who aren't quite as plugged in are probably looking at this like, wow, maybe Kane's a contender. So do you think that Kane's a contender? Or is this the only thing he's going to win?
1: Uh, this is the only thing he's going to win. Um, he's uh, never polled over 8% in any of the national polls. Uh, he's um now, the thirty-seven percent is a fluke. Okay, uh, it just happened to be a set of circumstances, and he took advantage of it. And uh, he was there for four days straight on the floor, uh, talking with the delegates uh, day in and day out, uh, while the other candidates like Perry and Romney just walked out of the convention even before the straw vote was held. They didn't even make their final speeches before the vote. I see. So people were irritated about that as well.
0: Yeah, I thought they'd give him a so little lesson
1: yeah it was a host of you know different circumstances uh that made it coincidentally uh you know pleasant for the these particular set of delegates who are you know republican regulars to vote for somebody else and somebody else happened to be kane
0: so um the this this brings up now there's a lot of people are saying well my god Kane's a contender well, this brings <laughs> up the question about his uh his nine 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 plan mm mm-hmm. So, um, well, it, I, you did a little research on this nine 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 plan, and I'd like you to break yeah. it on down for people, if you would.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, first of all, it isn't a nine 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 plan. Okay, he's proposing three different plans. The first plan is twenty five twenty five nine, where oh. we have twenty five percent personal tax, twenty five percent corporate tax, and nine percent sales tax.
0: Oh, great! So, so he just proposed only- a national sales tax, essentially.
1: He just proposed adding on a national sales tax to what is pretty much a flat tax uh, proposition. But the flat tax is higher than 80% of the people – than what 80% of the people actually pay in taxes.
0: Oh, that's absolutely true. I mean, I did – recently did some numbers with the American Tax – or the Tax Foundation, um, and they said that – well, the numbers were like 50% of Americans don't – it was fewer than uh, 50 but – Close to fifty in, in the forty percent fortieth percentile don't pay don't even file an income tax American adults I'm not talking about kids and and uh, seniors or whatever um, and of the people that do file only like forty seven percent actually pay after you're talking about these earned income tax credits and stuff like that right
1: right well what you have to what you have to look at is when you're talking about a flat rate and that's what he's talking about is a twenty five twenty five is a flat rate. If you ignore all of the other deductions and so on and look at the actual effective tax rate, how much people actually pay in federal taxes, you have to include individual income taxes, you have to include payroll taxes, you have to include excise taxes, things like cigarettes and gas and alcohol and so on. Would they be doing away with those?
0: Would would cigarettes and and alcohol taxes go away under the 999 plan? (laughs)
1: He doesn't say. He oh, doesn't say whether the excise taxes stay or don't stay. He seems just like new uh, taxes. But he does say that you're going to eliminate all the deductions on the individual income tax except for charity. You're going to eliminate all the payroll taxes and so on. Now, if you look at the, at the actual amount that people pay, uh, the, the first um, lowest amount is 4.3%. That includes all of those things. Okay. For the lowest 20% of, of taxpayers. Now, these are people who actually pay tax, and an average
0: four point three percent is is probably just people paying excise taxes and stuff, cigarettes, mainly
1: and excise tax, beer, yeah. uh, but also a lot of payroll tax to some degree. So you have to get up to the fourth quintile, which means eighty uh, percent level of taxpayers, yep. before you get to seventeen point nine percent. Okay. Well, that means that all those people, eighty percent of taxpayers, will have a tax increase. From wow. 175 and people to want 25%. This.
0: People are dying for this. <laughs> I mean, this 999 plan, essentially, as is, is he's pitching it, is uh, supposed to be 9% sales tax, 9% income tax, 9% corporate tax. But, um, I mean, you're right. He does talk about a 25%, 25%, 9% uh, thing initially. And this is essentially what the fair tax, quote-unquote, is anyway. The fair tax is uh, spreading out the tax burden from the the top 20%. Uh, Twenty percent of the richest people in the united states to the other people down on the bottom end and it is it, it's really <laughs> it's a bad plan i mean it's been pitched well, all along as it's fair is, but it's a bad plan
1: the thing is the Kane is able to seduce people by pretending that there is a plan there is not a plan there are three different plans he starts off with this 25 9 plan now After some unspecified period of time, we go into phase two, which is his 999 plan, right? Then after some unspecified period of time, we go into his phase three plan, which is only the fair tax. Now, the problem is that all the fair tax proponents say you cannot implement a sales tax until after you get rid of the income tax and the corporate tax altogether. We could talk about – I'd be willing to
0: amendment. talk about that. Um, uh, you know, I'd be willing to talk about a fair tax if you get rid of the 16th Amendment. But as everything exactly. I've seen – implements this thing before the 16th amendment is actually repealed and that's what makes me that's what creeps me out so much because i think you're just going to have an income tax and a sales tax that's how these people work i mean that's what they do
1: well kane kane has been a big booster of the fair tax and he was always arguing saying no you got to get you know repeal the 16th amendment first and then do the fair tax that's what he's been saying all along now he's saying no 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 no. that's not that's not what i'm going to do I'm going to have a little bit of a flat tax, and we'll add on the sales tax first. Then we'll reduce the amount of the flat tax to this 999 program. And trust and then me, maybe then we'll get rid of later the 60- on after that, we'll do the fair tax. Right. Bill. So that's the number one thing. It is It is creepy,
0: creepy stuff. Hold on, hold the line if you would, Bill. Sure. 855-450-FREE. That's the single toll-free call-in line here on Free Talk Live. Do you love the fair tax? Call in and defend it, because that would be, I'd I'd love to hear it. 855-450-3733. Free Talk Live. Are you a cigarette smoker? I was, too, for many years. You know that crap's going to kill you, right? There's a healthier option. 22,000 times healthier. Vaporsmiths.com. A pack-a-day smoker will save $120 a month, and it tastes better. No more ashtray mouth. No smell. No secondhand smoke. You could use it just about anywhere. Free shipping on orders over $60, and a free starter kit with the purchase of 40 cartomizers with coupon code FTL. Call 855 to get vapor or go to Vaporsmiths.com. Free Talk Live. It's eight fifty five, four fifty free. That's the sacral Toll Free call in line here on Free Talk Live. You can call in, talk about whatever you'd like. We've been talk- we spent the last segment talking to Bill Westmiller of the Republican Liberty Caucus. Bill, you there? I am here. Excellent. Um, And so you can call in and talk about the uh, fair tax, Herman Cain, whatever you'd like to talk about. Um, But I'm going to finish up talking to to Bill here in just a minute. But check out the archives at archives.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live provides you with archives going back to 2006 for free. You can go to archives.freetalklive.com and download We're doing six, seven shows a week um, every week for the last five years, and that's a lot of content. You can have it for free at archives.freetalklive.com. So, Bill, um, we were talking about uh, Herman Cain's – well, his amazing showing in the Republican straw poll in um, Florida and the – you know, people are excited about him, think, thinking he's a contender. The, the fact is the Republican field is, is so weak that people are grasping at straws at this point, straw polls, <laughs> as it were. Um, you know, it, it looks like, it looks like, uh, Perry's going to be strong in the South and Romney's going to be strong in the Northeast and the, the far West. And it's difficult to know, you know, Bachman, is she a contender? Is she not? You know, Keynes just had a a great showing here. People, people really want to know where to go and they don't seem to have any clue as to which candidate, uh, is the one that, um, you know, is is finally going to be settled upon. And frankly, at this time in the, uh, the, the situation, nobody should know, um, you know it's it, it's it's just too early but one yep. thing that kane keeps on pushing is his little 999 gimmick and i you know of of the candidates out there i like the his look i like his sound i think he sound he, if you were going to like cast one of them as a uh, role in in a in a movie as president i think kane would make a great president in a movie <laughs> i just think I, agree. Is, I like him it's just a real gimmick this 999 thing and it scares the it scares me to death them talking about adding new taxes
1: yeah. Well, he is he is proving to be a very good politician because he can appear to be saying something when he's not really saying it. Everybody assumes that the 999 is a tax reduction, that they're going to be paying only 9% tax and the corporates are going to be paying 9% tax and okay, well you got a sales tax, big deal. It's and in effect it's a tax increase for 90 sorry, 80% of all taxpayers. Yeah. because assuming that you spend eventually, sooner or later, all the money that you have coming in, there's a nine percent tax on your income, and a nine percent tax on your outgo. That's eighteen percent effective tax rate. Well, eighty percent of people only pay seventeen point five or less, or right less. Now.
0: Yes, a lot of people pay or less. less. <laughs> yes,
1: a lot less. Yes. Uh, so it, it's a it's a tax increase. Number one. He isn't proposing the 999 be implemented. He wants to do 25259 25, first. Then he wants to do 999. And then he wants to do fair tax. So he's got actually three different plans. But even under the 999 plan, it's a tax increase for 80% of the people. Yeah.
0: And, you know, a lot of people aren't aren't looking at this. It just sounds it sounds good. It sounds fair. It sounds yeah. like less than what I pay. I, I like that. And uh, folks <laughs> really just aren't paying attention on this one. Another thing is, is, he says the Federal Reserve doesn't need auditing. I mean,
1: oh right th- well, He was in favor of TARP. He was chairman of the Federal Reserve Board of Kansas City. For eight years.
0: Right. He doesn't want to say that. Doesn't, they say that he's the president of Godfather's all. Pizza. They don't even mention the fact that he is <laughs> a regional That's president sure. of the FC or the uh, uh, what was it again? The yeah. regional president of the uh, Federal Reserve, Federal Reserve yeah.
1: Bank. Yeah. Uh, of Kansas City. It, it, there are 12 different Federal Reserve Banks, and he was chairman of one of them for I think it was either four years or eight years. Uh, and he so he loves the Fed. He thinks the Fed is fantastic.
0: And he, he just went along uh, with the rest of these guys when they were talking about, oh, yeah, let's build a fence. I mean, every one of the candidates' yeah, yeah. Uh, solution to the immigration problem seemed to be, let's build a fence, as if they don't have fences. I mean, I, I saw a video on YouTube. Of Mexican kids uh, scaling the fence in fewer than fourteen seconds. Just they went up like little monkeys, <laughs> you know, up they were up over the fence. I mean, it, <laughs> sure. it was nothing to it. So you know, the idea that you're going to build a, a what what fourteen sixteen hundred mile fence from the Gulf Coast of Florida to the Pacific Ocean and keep people out is to me absolutely ludicrous. I mean, the the second largest nation that we have uh, illegal immigrants, if you wish to use that term, from is China. They've got the Pacific Ocean between them and us and they still get over here.
1: Well, remember the 19 hijackers for 9/11 came in through Canada. That's true. Not yeah, Mexico. Right. Not not any other, you know, country that came in from Canada. The, now we're going to build a fence across the Canadian border? It's not <laughs> Right. These politicians longer than the Mexican border. These politicians aren't
0: <laughs> dumb. They know that this stuff is true. They're just demagoguing for the, uh, the public out there that's like, well, we've got to have law and order, as if, you know, as if they didn't create the disorder with their laws in the first place.
1: Well, no, it, nobody else mentions that 60% or so of the illegal immigrants that are in the country now came in legally. They got student visas, they got visitor's visas, they got work visas, whatever it was. And the federal government cannot enforce the visa program because it's the most ridiculous program in the world. And therefore, they overstayed their visas. Yeah. That was the case with all the 19 hijackers that everybody was so worried about coming from Mexico. They came in on student visas. They went to classes to learn how to land planes where they wanted to land them. And then they dropped out of school and of course the uh, immigration department didn't have any interest in, in in trying to enforce that. Yeah. So it's it's just the the laws are bad they can't be enforced. 60% of the people come across legally. Uh and that doesn't even include the children of people who come across illegally and bring their kids along, which is what Barry was talking about. But there is one issue where I do agree with Kane. I mean, at least one anyway he has been um, uh trying to promote i, I can't remember whether it's Chile or Venezuela i think it was yeah. Venezuela chile is what he's been um, mentioning is, he says chile chile yeah chile, yeah, chile. right <laughs> <laughs> they implemented uh, a social security program that was recommended by Milton Friedman and promoted by Cato Institute which uh essentially privatizes the entire social security plan right which means that people get to keep their money, they get to pass it along to their kids, they get a higher rate of return than the government was giving them, and they're actually actually accumulating wealth. Now, that's a great plan, at least as an interim solution. Um, and it, it's a very, you know, one that's been promoted by libertarians for a long time. You know, if But it's not getting any traction. It doesn't, rep- doesn't, doesn't know how to explain what it does and how it does it.
0: If a Republican could get into office, uh, and, and likely the next president will be a Republican, it seems to me, uh, because, you know, at this point, <laughs> Barack Obama couldn't be much less popular. I suppose there's new lows that he'll find. I don't, I'm not 100% certain. <laughs> but um, if a Republican could just get in and fix. Medicaid, excuse me, Medicare and Social Security. I mean, Medicaid could use some some fixing too, but just Medicare and Social Security that would be a a huge boon for the United States economy and um, you know, as a nation, as far as uh, out uh, you know these these uh, you know debts in the future that supposedly you and I owe uh, that the government has decided that we owe, and if they could just fix that, that would be fantastic, Bill. Thank you for the, thank you for, the <laughs> for the little interview here. Um, I appreciate it. Sure. Uh, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot. Okay. It's Free Talk Live, 855-450-3733. Call in with anything you like.
2: This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Tollhouse Morsels, helping you create special moments and memories your family will cherish forever. Visit us at tollhouse.com.
0: You may bake for birthdays and holidays, but why stop there? Sweeten up the rest of the year by designating monthly dessert days. Treat your family to one of their favorites or surprise them with something new. Either way, you'll create a tradition everyone will love. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACO toll-free call in line. You can give us a call. Talk about whatever you'd like to talk about at 855-450-3733. Show's interactive. The website's interactive. You can go to freetalklive.com and you can link to stories or blog posts that, uh, that light your fire. See if they uh, light other folks' fires. They can vote them up, vote them down. You can do the same. It's Mark with you. And
3: Luther. And Julia.
0: Luther, say that again. And Luther, this is
4: your revenge for last week, isn't it? <laughs> Indeed it is. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, I kept, um, I kept you muted. I forgot you were here. That's right. It yeah. did happen. I, I recall.
0: All right. So, so this is day 48 of the Ian Freeman incarceration count-up. For those of you who do not know, um, new listening, Ian Freeman is the normal first chair here on Free Talk Live, but he decided to stand in front of a police car about a year ago. Um, in order to prevent it from, uh, I guess, for waylay it for about 45 seconds, I guess, <laughs> in the long run, from taking a young woman to jail for um, whom he thought was being taken unjustly. And according to MailToJail.com, that's MailToJail.com, apparently the letters have been uh, dwindling off for, for Ian because, I guess, uh, you know, the, the big rush of him going in. Everybody wrote him, but... Uh, well-
3: you know what else is he's he's almost getting out at this yeah. point in time. So it's like, I think if he was going to be there for another year, people, okay, he's got a long way to go. But at this point in time, it's like, if you went to go see him, it, you're out in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, that's nothing, right?
0: It probably is a couple of weeks. Uh, you know, at this point, we don't know for certain how long it's going to be. But it's, um, it, you know, it, it's going to be about a couple of weeks, we think. Um, he's It's a 90-day sentence, but uh, you only you'll have to do 60 days on it. Uh, so I got to ask,
3: since you brought up the Ian Countdown, Mark. How do you feel in the first chair now?
0: I, um, I am nervous most of the time. Yeah. I don't like being here in the first chair. If I could avoid being in the first chair, I, I would. Um, I, I tend to talk when I get nervous, so I, I, I've been talking over people. Don't like doing that. I probably should relax, take a deep breath, let the show flow a little more. But well,
3: it's I'm just gonna say you're you're better at it. You know what I mean? As far as like introducing the show and stuff. Now it's been a while, and, and you're you're definitely better at it. So. I'll bet that first day back yeah. in the second chair, when you can place whatever it is you play over here.
0: <laughs> Risk, yeah. Hang <laughs> out and play good. solitaire. It'll feel yep. good. Well, I'll probably be taking a vacation um, relatively quickly after Ian uh, returns. Yeah. That's my my plan, so I can see do you a later. Decompressing. <laughs> um, but you know that's uh, that, that's what's been going on here. Um, let me let's go ahead and go to Lauren in Ohio, Lauren. How you doing? All's well.
5: Good. I was calling to give some information to Michelle. I was. Is she around today?
0: Uh, Michelle generally is on on Friday evenings. Uh, we okay. tend to rotate co-hosts throughout the week well, on maybe specific you days. Can
5: pass the information along. Sure. Um, I've heard um, Frederick Graves, Dr. Frederick Graves, on your show talking about JurisDictionary. Do you know if she knows about JurisDictionary?
0: Uh, she ought to. She's sat through plenty of the uh, the, the live reads that I've done. I mean, I'm, maybe 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 she doesn't hasn't paid attention. I couldn't tell you.
5: Well, okay, and, and it only takes a couple of days if you sit down, and it's a very condensed course. But Oh, it's a great course. Is, she can borrow mine. That, huh?
0: She can borrow mine.
5: There you go. But um, they are the ones that have to follow the rules. They are the ones that are under the rules, codes, regulations, and statutes established to limit their activities. As the judiciary as these government uh, workers they're maids and butlers, they're not officials, the other thing is administrative law and even a lot of the um, um corporate the law it's it's copyrighted copyrighted laws don't apply to people. you see what I'm saying it's nope. an administrative you don't get it okay you know how the judge was listening to Ian you Somebody, yes. Excuse, I just can't remember because you guys have so many guys on there now, and I have a hard time remembering who said what. But they were talking about Ian, and he made his presentment to the judge, and the, ju- and the judge was taking notes.
0: Yes, I, I think I probably said that, actually.
5: Okay. Okay, and what I'm saying is it's just like finding out that the banks were using robo-signers. These aren't contracts. You have to have – man can make a contract with another man. Otherwise, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. God made the men. The men made a club. The club has rules, codes, regulations, and statutes. That's the Bill of Rights, the Constitution, and the Declaration of Independence. And then the the men are superior to all that. Where she's free to drive. She's free to travel in her. Even if you didn't believe in God or any of that, Articles of Confederation were not eliminated, they were grandfathered. You have the right to travel unless you're driving for commerce, and then that's the only time you would be under their jurisdiction if you were, and remember too, a U.S. citizen, subject to their jurisdiction, 14th Amendment citizen. That's not the same thing as a free man. And 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 you know how they're saying corporations are persons. Yes. Persons is not the plural of person. People is the plural of man. Do you understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, sure, sure. Then. So the gist of it is, is she has to just and I and I want her to contact this guy Alfred Addis or at least just go on his website. He won a court case. It was a drug case, and they were saying charging them twenty five thousand dollars a day was the fine. The the um, they spent a half a million dollars. The uh, uh, state of texas to prosecute these people because they were producing silver okay you know for you, you for to eat to take by mouth okay well the law applied to man or other animals he made a court case and i know she's a christian his court case he wrote up a brief and just said look i'm not an animal i am not god gave man dominion over all the beasts uh, the birds of the air the fish of the sea i'm not an animal what do you mean you're going to take control of me and the judge dismissed the case the, the the attorney general spent half a million dollars on that case and it was a 9 million dollars a year fee and i think it went on for like 6 years it went through a couple of lawyers it went through finally he just read the the statutes and this is my point the truth is right there for us to see but we've got to be willing to to look and to yield to the truth that no man made any other man you don't have the right to control him just in principle that should you know we all want to be free right Oh well, but it'd be there it'd be nice, is yeah. Law. Huh? It'd be nice. Well, and and we can have it, but we have to we best respect uh, protect each other when we each respect the truth. Well,
0: and I'll tell you the, what, Lauren, anything you want to send to Michelle, just send it to me at marketfreetalklive.com. Well, I don't
5: have all the email stuff. I was just going to say just the guys it's at us okay. at wordpress.com. or Gotcha. Okay. I appreciate it. But I thank you very much for your time.
0: Thank you. Appreciate it, Lauren. 855-450-FREE. For those of you who uh, don't know about Jurisdictionary, it is a course for people who don't have attorneys or, in fact, do have attorneys and need to keep an eye on them. It arms you with the information on how to use the court's rules. Until you know these rules, you're fighting in the dark. It works for plaintiffs or defendants in civil or criminal matters, in state or federal courts. In fact, it works in uh, common law courts around the world, in India, England, Australia. Pretty much any um, English speaking country costs less than an hour with any good attorney. And the four CD course is so easy. The average eighth grader can learn it in a weekend. It's all kinds of free information on their website. And of course, the course, when you buy it, remember to use the pull down menu when you check out to let them know you heard it from free talk live. It's jurisdictionary.com. Let's go to Brian in New Hampshire. Brian. Hello. What's going on?
6: It's actually Brad in New Hampshire, but you can call me Brian if you'd like.
0: Brad, it's good to talk to you. (laughs) You too. What's on your mind?
6: Um, I had a question about Ian's sentence. Um, Was he sentenced, uh, I presume because his uh, sentence was so long that he's going to be on probation afterwards. Is that correct?
0: He has a suspended sentence of one year for two years. I don't think he's actually on probation, but I think he just has a suspended sentence looming over his head.
6: Okay, well there's there's different levels of probation in New Hampshire and one of them is called monitoring and that's that's sometimes what happens um if if someone is sentenced to something like it's they don't have an extensive criminal history but you know I I would think that the court would probably move to put Ian on probation and that's something that they certainly can do and if they were to do that and he agreed to it um it would make the studio Um, the LRN studio open to the government of the state to come in at any time. I know, Luther, you're living with Ian again, right? That's true. The uh, probation and parole department could come into your room whenever they want. I mean, they literally, um, to to callers who don't know me, I used to be a law enforcement officer here in New Hampshire, and I used to go with probation and parole, and they would literally just walk into people's houses. They They don't have to knock. They just go in, and I'm curious uh, if, if that's going to happen with the end. It would be quite a dynamic.
0: It, it certainly would be a quite a dynamic. Uh, Brad, Brad please, hold, not. please hold the line here. 855-450-FREE. I don't even have a question for that.
2: Another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at Ruger.com slash LC9. 855-453,
0: that's the Sakel toll-free call in line here on Free Talk Live's live Monday night edition with Mark and Luther and Julia. You can call in, take control of the airwaves, talk about what you want to talk about. That's what we do here on Free Talk Live, uncovering the secrets and exposing the lies. That's what the readers of freedomsphoenix.com get every day. Readers of freedomsphoenix.com are constantly provided a detailed real news that lies between the lines of propaganda and the relationship that we all have with coercive governments. freedomsphoenix.com offers up-to-the-minute updates on the economy, technology, communications, and the rise of the police state. Go now to freedomsphoenix.com and sign up for their free daily dispatch. It's freedomsphoenix.com. Let's go back to Brad New Hampshire. Brad. Hey. So— Um, You you were talking about uh, the possibility that Ian might be on uh, probation or something like that, that there's different levels of probation here in New Hampshire. And uh, some of the folks that are on probation have the uh, distinct pleasure of having probation officers and police officers just walk right into their house like they own the place.
6: Yeah, when you go on probation, it's essentially an agreement um, between yourself and the court, you know, albeit an agreement under duress. And what it does is it reduces your constitutional protections um, because you're agreeing to follow certain uh, conditions in exchange for not being detained at some sort of jail or, uh, right. you know, some other correctional facility. And the what what prompted me to call in about this is I, I was just thinking, you know, OK, so if, if Ian gets out and gets sentenced to probation and and he could be sentenced to probation, you know, they could that could be something that they have uh, that they have planned, you know. And uh, I'm kind of curious
0: and, about uh, this, though, Brad, wouldn't I know it have had having had sit sat in that courtroom? Wouldn't I know that he was uh, sentenced to probation? Uh,
6: well, I mean, the state could could bring a motion to to. Uh, to have him uh, put on probation as as part of his suspended sentence, because essentially, when you're on probation, you're serving a, a suspended sentence. I mean, and when you're on parole, which is your um, parole is community release of an incarcerated uh, sentence. So you're actually serving an incarceration when you're out in the community. Um, but probation is uh is kind of similar in that the the sentence you're given is reduced in exchange for meeting certain criteria um but how do they know that someone is uh meeting the criteria and if they have a concern about if they have a concern about someone they put them on probation and if you live with someone who's on probation um that diminishes your constitutional rights too um, because literally, the, uh, uh, Luther, uh, if Ian does get put on probation, a probation officer can walk into your house, walk into your room, rummage through your things.
4: I am not son- cool with that at all.
3: <laughs> I and, actually and knew a woman once who was on probation, and alcohol was not allowed in the house. So she she actually had a roommate, and there she wasn't allowed to drink beer in the yeah. house.
6: Yeah, New Hampshire is is a little unique um, in that some states allow any law enforcement to go in if someone's on probation or parole, allow any law enforcement officer to enforce the conditions of probation and parole. In New Hampshire, it's not that way. Only the probation and parole officers in the Department of Corrections can do that. However, the police can go with them. The police just can't do anything like the police, uh, you know, essentially, I I remember doing a a check on some guy, uh, an actual criminal who who used to rape children. And, uh, you know, I went in the house with the probation officer and essentially I stood, you know, had to keep my mouth shut. I couldn't search anything. But if the probation officer were to find anything that was illegal, they can turn it over to the police. So, you know, for the Liberty Radio Network studios, if, if Ian does become on probation, literally, you could be doing free talk live, and the government could walk in whenever they want, which is
0: disturbing,
4: uh, Julia.
3: Very. Oh, yeah, I wasn't raising disturbing. my hand. Okay.
4: Oh. Sorry. Uh, I have a lock on my bedroom door. Uh, would they bust that down if it was locked? Yeah. Oh, so
0: can they really do that? I mean, if you have a roommate, I mean, don't the don't the roommates have some sort of um, rights? And where does the domicil- redress of
4: grievances? Yeah, where
0: where does the domicile of the um, the one? Uh, person began and end is kind of what i'm guessing i mean if you're renting a room from somebody then that room essentially how the
3: cops prove it was their room though well, i mean wouldn't that be well, their argument well, but
0: how do they prove it's my house that doesn't mean they can kick the freaking door in just because they see a house uh, and this, this is this, in this is my particular question.
6: case in this particular case this entire house belongs to ian um and although you know half of the duplex that ian owns um, he doesn't live in. He rents out. The fact is the, the area where he lives um, and anything adjoining in it, to include your room, Luther, um, would be uh, would be open to inspection at the whim of the state. And the, you know, essentially, um, you know, and I've, been, I've I've been in this situation before, essentially the the recourse that you would have is to not live there. And I and believe me, I know it's it's extremely unfair, but when you live with someone who uh, is on probation, and I really wouldn't put it past the uh, the police out in Keene to try to do this to Ian. Sure, um, sure. Number, uh, you know, it, it, it would reduce your constitutional protections as well. And, you know, I mean, people agree to it because what? I mean, Ian doesn't want to sit in jail for a year. But, you know, in exchange, it has uh, a bunch of conditions that you
0: know, are really intrusive. I, 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 yeah, I sincerely hope that they don't switch that over to, to, you know, to that situation. We could very well move, pick the studio up and move it if that's the, if that's the case. Then Ian can drive to my house instead of vice versa. <laughs> yeah.
6: Well, I just wanted to share that with you guys, something to think about.
0: Thanks for the call, Brad. 855-450-3733. So, Bradley Jardis uh, of uh, Law Enforcement Against Prohibition, he might still be a member. I'm not 100% sure. I don't sure. think so. He, um, he seems to think that it's possible that the state could turn Ian's suspended sentence into probation. And he was just kind of giving the the situation, if, uh, if that were to happen, what... Uh,
3: well, he was on house arrest before all this,
0: so... Ian was on uh, a bond oh. with uh, restrictions at, as to what time excuse me what time he was allowed to be in and out. Uh, they have not done any of this uh, probation year stuff i I've, I think that would be very, very bad for everybody involved if uh, <laughs> if Ian was getting his house inspected on a pretty regular basis by the man
4: uh, I would not be happy with that at all. I would have to move out i mean there 's no way i 'm going to subject myself to this. Invasion of my privacy, just because they want to punish Ian.
0: Yeah, I would wonder. I mean, if you have a lease for, and you do uh, yes. for for your room, he can't go to the next door. I mean, can they? Can they go to the next door? Um, you know, and bust that can place. Can they go open? to
4: our other neighbors and bust in their doors? Well,
0: his his claim was that Ian's name is on the deed of the house, and I suspect that that's a true statement. Mm-hmm. He owns this house, but he also owns the unit next door the, the in this duplex. Um, and so
4: could he could they go in there? Um, I mean, that uh, seems shifty to me. Yeah, I, I imagine mean, they could. Those I, people. It's such an invasion of privacy well, in my eyes.
3: I, I'm not sure how they would feel about it. in a Like, I don't know what the law would say in New Hampshire. I imagine. I mean, I know renters have rights, right? And like, Generally,
0: yeah. Right, but but, do they have rights please, against the government well exactly
3: <laughs> and and like I think you have to give twenty four hour notice as a landlord before you could go over there, and I kind of feel like maybe they couldn't do it, but they if they know that that's the keen activist center. And they could get in there, I think they would really like to do that.
0: Yeah, especially with the really poor showing of all the activists and keen so far when it comes to um, you know, courtroom stuff. You know, the the law knows they can do whatever they want to activists in Keen and they'll say, oh, I don't want to use the system or whatever and, and or they'll, you know, fail to, to you know Present a good case, that kind of thing, and it'll just go poorly all along. If they could get
3: away with that, if they could find some sort of a loophole, they would love. Tell me to what do they that. haven't
4: gotten away with yet.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they can get yeah. away with whatever they want.
4: Well, if it ever comes to this, it seems like I'll. It'll be up to me to confront them about this. I and, think it would. It would have
0: to be. But uh, yeah. you work, and you could likely be at work, and they just decide they've got to go into your locked door. I mean, I would. I would take a I, my I, lease and and thumb it to the door. Is what I would start with.
4: Sure. I, I, sure, sure, and maybe a sign that says "This is my privacy" <laughs> or "This is my
3: Pri- private dog, property." How about "Beware of dog"? <laughs> how about
4: "Yeah, beware of shotgun"?
0: <laughs> well, if you're not in there, they're not going to be too scared of it. Uh, <laughs> people with shotguns don't concern them as much as yeah, you, what you need is uh, you know some kind of com- communicable disease that they can really get.
4: Oh, there we go. Yep. Like a will pull a Ferris Bueller. Yeah, but don't just, come any closer. <laughs>
0: Put put tape across that says I don't know scabies or something, and <laughs> um, then then you might have a chance that that might keep them out. But they they, su- they sure do love to inspect things and poke through stuff. And, and- no,
4: I will not be cool with that. Uh, like if that happens, I would have to go down to the probation office and like just assert myself. I think and be like, listen, I'm not pr- on probation. Well, my this is my area. I rent it. You know, Ian never steps foot in here. He's not allowed in here. You're free yeah. to do that, but I don't. Yeah, I, I don't think c- it'd do any good. And eventually, I <laughs> think it would be. Somebody. It would end up with me leaving.
0: Yeah. Yep, I'd likely it would. Eight fifty-five, four fifty-free. You can call in on this subject or any other. Eight five five four five zero three seven three three. Here on Free Talk Live. You know the U.S. dollar is devaluing. You can see it happening every day. You know a new currency will take over at some point. Wouldn't you like to be in on the ground floor? Bitcoins. They're a decentralized, anonymous internet currency. They're free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use them anywhere in the world. Find out more at weusecoins.org. Don't be kicking yourself in the pants in a month. Your dollars are going down. Learn more about Bitcoins at weusecoins.org. That's weusecoins.org. 855-453, 855-453, that's the SACL toll-free call-in line, 855-450-3733. You can call in, talk about whatever you want to talk about, and as a matter of fact, we've got a, a call holding, but first I want to go to Jason Talley. Jason, we talked about you, I think it was on the Friday evening show, you managed to get yourself arrested here in Keene, and I wanted folks to uh, to hear the story, get an update real quick. Thanks. Throw the
4: book at him.
7: Yeah. Uh, this- How much time did you spend in jail? I was there for about three days. Okay. It was at 9 a.m. on Friday morning, and I was going to film in court. I film in courts all over the state of New Hampshire. Um, I'm used to it. And You do uh, your own website blogging stuff. You're essentially the press. Uh, yeah. Uh, my website is Tally TV, T-A-L-L-E-Y, and uh, we're going to be obviously covering the uh, Superior Court in Keene because they aggressed against me um, today, and so... Um, it was three days in a cage. Uh, I had a camera that I was um, using to f- uh, photograph documents that I was going to receive uh, at the front window because I was – you have to get a motion in order to uh, film in uh, trials, and I was trying to f- uh, film Ian uh, Freeman's trial. And according to uh, Rule
0: 91A here in New Hampshire, you have the quote-unquote right or whatever to uh, to take pictures and video uh, – at the video at the clerk of court's office. It's clearly
7: established.
0: Uh, I mean... Well, I don't know if it's clear because somebody's called in and said that according to Rule 73a, that may be the rule, but the rule is also that the judges can do whatever they want with their courthouse. So therefore, the rules that are laid out as far as rights for you are not necessarily rights for you if judges say they aren't rights for you, which is just... I just love that about America.
7: Well, well, yeah, exactly, because it gets worse than that. Then you receive uh, a new order about how uh, cameras are going to be conducted uh, in the court building and then when I was filming the actual trial for Ian Freeman I received three pages of instructions on how I was going to operate a camera and I couldn't uh, zoom it, I couldn't pan it. Um, uh, It was just an incredible amount of restrictions on uh, you know it's the First Amendment, um, the freedom of the press. Uh, It's a good thing to have a transparent government, that that is something that uh, media should be doing more of. Is um, especially in courts, a lot of very important stuff goes on. That's where they dealt <laughs> a out a lot of very important
0: criminal activity goes on in courts.
7: Yes, yeah, uh, exactly. But who are the? You have to ask yourself who are the real criminals when somebody walks into to a uh, a courthouse uh, and then a gets accosted building. gets accosted by uh, two guys. And if I can uh, talk about what they did to me, this is when I was trying to go up to the clerk's window to ask for a motion so I could film the proceedings um, of the uh, trial for Ian Freeman. Um, they grabbed me. They kind of pinned me against the wall, and then they were going for my camera. And so I was trying to hold on to my property. It's something that I carry with me all the time, um, and I didn't want them to uh, to damage it or take it. And um, and plus, we all know what they do to, uh, to video sometimes. They... Uh, uh, it becomes missing sometimes no shortage of cases of that so um so but then uh they got the cuffs out and they uh, handcuffed me and at that point i i was not about to uh, assist in my own kidnapping so i dropped to my knees and then uh i i was able to sit down and uh so one of the bailiffs and he's in uh he's in a video that uh, copblock.org just recently uh, shot and put out there um he grabbed me by the uh, the handcuffs and he started dragging me Ugh. to the um elevator. This is as painful as it gets. Uh, yeah, I mean there's marks I documented them. I couldn't take photographs cuz I was in um, isolation for 3 hours. Uh, I'm sorry, 36 hours. Um, I, I was allowed out for 3 hour or 1 hour a day, in total of 3 hours. But um so okay, I'm dragged to the elevator and then I'm brought down and then four uh sheriff's deputies grab me. And uh, they put me in a cage where I am held for seven hours. Uh, they did bring me a bag lunch. Uh, and then after that, I went to um, the correction- county correctional facility where I spent the weekend. Uh, and I'd like to remind the listener, this is for bringing a camera into a, a, a courthouse.
0: Now, there was some issue about processing or not processing. Did you um, initially not want to do it and then thought better of it? Or what, what was the going on
7: there? So, um, I had heard stories of uh, people hold out uh, for processing, mm-hmm. and I wanted to see uh, how long I'd be willing to do it. I- I'm, I'm, so I'm a reporter, so I want to be able to, um, you know, share stories of my experience. I'm certainly going to be talking about what's going on in the Cheshire County um, Superior Court, uh, but I'm also interested in what goes on in the uh, the corrections uh, facility here in uh, Cheshire County. And so this gave me an opportunity to kind of uh, see what that was like. I got to see actually where Ian is being held, um, and I got to uh, see him uh, in his environment. So I'll be talking about that also.
0: Um, now, um, so, I mean, essentially they just make it as uncomfortable as possible for you if you do not process, if you decide to withhold your name, rank, and uh, serial number or whatever it is that you're supposed to give.
7: Well, thanks for uh, asking about that because they give you nothing. They put me uh, – I have these uh, sand, these keen sandals that I always wear, and at 9 a.m. in the morning when I'm rushing out the door to uh, to film a trial, uh, I didn't put socks on. And so they take your shoes, your belt, and your jacket from you. They. I was able to um, wear – the rest of my clothing, this is after they padded me down, and they put me in this room, and there is nothing. There's, you could sit on this surface, but it's just concrete, so uh, it stays cold. And then there's a, a stainless steel toilet slash um, water um, yeah,
0: what they call a silver bullet. <laughs> oh, yeah, silver bullet. And <laughs> it so, a, and, it's a sink and a
7: toilet com- combination thing. And there's a drain uh, in the middle of the floor, so I don't want to put my feet down there. I don't want to walk on that surface. Yeah. And they already conned me into walking in that room. And I asked them um, when I took off my shoes, I said, can I get some socks? And the guy said, in a few minutes. Mm. And that was reasonable to me. In a few minutes, okay, um, I'll get socks on my feet. But uh, they didn't. They said I had to process before got I got socks. I got those socks. And I told the first woman because they come by every couple of hours, and they say, "Are you sure you don't want to process?" It'd really be, you know, come on, we'll get you a warm blanket, It'd be easy on us, hot shower. <laughs> um, you know, you get a uh, you get a pad. Yeah. Just, just process. And I, but I kept on asking, "Can I get my socks?" Oh, you get your socks after you process. But I'm thinking I already have a deal, you know, with these people, and I was told that I could get uh, these white socks. So um, I told her uh, during one of her visits. This, you know, what happened didn't really help with the trust between me and and your, yourself and the Cheshire um, County Correction System. And so I just wanted to you know, hold out for a little while and see what they actually do to people in those environments. And I kept asking her, so how long do you keep people like this for? Um and uh, she wouldn't give me an answer.
0: Yeah, they, they're not going to at this point. They will say or do anything in order to get you to comply. So they're not interested in giving you any in, new information. Um. So, uh, you, what you bonded out today, yesterday? A
7: PR bond, which is a thousand dollars. Um. If I, oh man, I wish I brought the forms, but uh, something. Uh, it didn't even say like break a crime. It's like a break the peace and the harmony of Keen or something like that. Um, it, it, you, you broke all the rainbows. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, I'll be covering this on on my website, tallytv, in a lot more detail. TallyTV.com? Um, dot um, com. Yeah, so or tallytv. But oh, T A L L E Y dot tv. Okay. Yeah, and so um, and we have videos. I just released one of um, an incident that happened about a month ago. Um, when uh, one of the employees, one of the, the hired muscle of the uh, Cheshire County uh, Superior Court, he said he'd break my camera right, right on video. Um, and then a video that I'm going to be working on soon is I'm outside on the sidewalk, and the, uh, the bailiff guy, the guy that uh, grabbed me by the handcuffs and dragged me into a, an elevator, um, he hit my camera, and this is on the sidewalk um, outside of the court. So, I mean... <laughs> These judges have a lot of power, but where does it end? Where does it end <laughs> well i mean it, it, essentially the question is wh-
0: at what how are you going to get a law enforcement officer to enforce the law against a law enforcement officer if they want to break the laws, they can do whatever they want and at that point, as a citizen, what is your recourse it is uh um, or as a an individual i guess i should say i don 't think there 's actually any citizens around um, you know citizen re- indicates that there's some kind of reciprocal deal between the government and you, and there 's not
7: right uh, yeah i mean it's the live for your die state, but, uh, you know, I I see that uh, they're doing a lot of things wrong, and that's why I evoked my uh, Article 10 right to uh, revolution Well, while back.
0: Well, uh, Jason, thanks for the update, and uh, all the best, and we'll keep on, keep, keep up on you. It's uh, tally.tv.com. Uh, you can call in at 855-450-3733 here on Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL toll-free call-in line here on the live Monday edition of Free Talk Live. It's Mark with you. And Luther. And Julia. You can call in, talk about what you want. Also, go check out the Shrine of Female listeners at shrine.freetalklive.com. It uh, has dozens of ladies who have proven that they are listeners to Free Talk Live and. In- Many different ways. Ooh, it's a lady. <laughs> if you, if you found out the best liberty activists from around the world were all moving to the same place in order to achieve liberty in their lifetimes, would you want to join them? It's happening, and you can be part of it. Join the Free State Project at freestateproject.org. Again, it's freestateproject.org. I'm a mover, and you guys I'm are a to- mover. Me too. There you go. Free state project. Let's go to. Where Flet-
3: do you get an endorsement like that?
0: <laughs> how many? How many shows were you know all three hosts? Yes. So, yep. Free state project members. Uh, Fletcher in Wisconsin. Fletcher. Hey, how's it going? Good. What's going on? What's on your mind?
8: Yeah,
2: uh, I haven't been listening for a couple of days. I know you guys talked about uh, Occupy Wall Street. Um, I think yesterday on the show. Uh,
0: Yes, I, I believe I you, uh... I wasn't on the sh- I wasn't on the show yesterday, but um I know we've we've talked about it here and there. Mm-hmm. I yeah. have actually have my show prop um, again.
2: Yeah, I saw I don't know if it was from uh this last weekend, but there was a a video I saw where like they uh the cops had like corralled a bunch of people, like a bunch of women, or, like you know, like feminists or something. Yeah. And uh then they just like maced them all in the corral. Did you see that?
0: I did see a video of some macing and um I think that it seems to me what's going on with the um the Occupy Wall Street group is that essentially they at first they ignored them and now they're uh, getting tired of them sort of hanging out on the street um all times of day and night and they're uh, trying to in in uh, not so pleasant ways persuade them to leave.
2: Yeah, yeah, it seems like they're really trying to just I mean I, I know I know they were, you know, they're probably like a bunch of feminists and you know they don't they don't share their pits or anything like that, but that's no reason to mace them. No. <laughs>
4: well, it doesn't seem fair, no. <laughs> From what I've seen, it yeah. seems like there's a pretty uh, decent collection of different types of groups, you know, there coming to protest uh, for one reason or another. Yeah,
0: I don't think they entirely even know why they're protesting all of them. Yeah,
4: I agree.
2: Uh, yeah, um, Yeah, I think it's a lot of just like etards and stuff that feel like they're doing something.
0: What's that term? Etards? But,
2: uh, etards.
0: What's that? You know,
2: 4chan, Anonymous, etc.
3: Uh, gotcha.
0: Yeah. E-tards
3: I, like I, internet? Because I, I, I hear E-tard and I think somebody who eats a lot of ecstasy. No, no, no,
2: B-tard.
7: Oh, E-tard. okay. I'm yeah. not even. B-tard. I'm hearing that term.
3: E-tards over and over again. What I'm does like, the B stand for in B-tard?
2: Random.
0: B stands for random and B-tard?
2: Yeah, I don't understand it either. Well, that's totally it's random. Hard.
0: It is hard to yeah. understand what 4chan's <laughs> talking about, that's for sure.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I think sometimes they try to. You know, get all lofty and preachy, like there's some—I don't know—some some big goal or whatever. But I think people just.
0: Do you uh, see anything I, good I coming really out know. of this? Uh, Walls- really the wall, the uh, Occupy well, Wall Street thing. Do you see anything good coming out of it?
2: Well, I, I don't really know what they're trying to um, to accomplish. I feel like if, uh, if this is, isn't this supposed to like? Is it's modeled after uh, like uh, when they were trying to get uh, Mubarak out of power? They're they're kind of year. what they model. That's kind of what they're modeling this after, like the occupation and we're going to stay until you listen to us. Uh, That's the idea. Yeah, why aren't they, like, occupying the Fed, you know?
0: Well, I I don't think they even know that. They figure it's Wall Street that's doing it. Some people seem to think that it's Wall Street that's doing it. Wall
4: Street certainly is involved. Most of the signs I've seen seem to blame capitalism. Um, I saw one that said, uh, "Not free free people, not free markets or something like that.
3: Which is very... uh... That's very ironic statement. I,
4: I know, and actually, uh, one of the uh, he, he was a former co-host on the show. Johnson uh, did a little video on this, and he asked the, the the guy holding the sign. He's like, "Well, what does that sign mean to you? What is a free market? Why do you think it's a bad thing?" And he's and the guy's like, uh, "I I don't really know. I just I didn't make the sign. I'm just oh, holding God. it." They're worse than the Tea Party. <laughs> 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 we we heard possible. this
0: worked in Tahir Square. We're gonna try it here.
4: Yeah, yeah. And it's supposedly, worse, I guess they're worse than the
2: Tea Party, except they probably. No,
4: too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess this was By supposed now, to happen in every left. every major city, and, like, it didn't start off too well. I mean, like, it, in New York, yeah, they I had a, they a, a couple people, and they were being ignored. To London, too. Yeah, yeah. Supposedly it's supposed to like kick off the revolution around the world. Well,
0: I think that to some extent we are seeing something like that. Um, I just had some numbers and I didn't pull them up tonight um, for show prep, but I've I've got them. And it talks about essentially the um, the, the d- displeasure that Americans have with their government. And it seems to be a sort of a worldwide thing going on as people have, the communication levels have risen to the point in the world that people realize that these people um, uh, that are in you know whatever ruling town it is that rules my country are actually purveyors of feces, and that they um, that they are attempting to have me uh, to swallow their their little colostomy bags that they're offering to everyone and you know the the numbers just keep on going up and up and up as far as dissatisfaction goes. The economy clearly has something to do with it, and I think that there's sort of the good thing about the Occupy Wall Street folks is they create. Sort of, they are—they are a symptom and sort of a creation of more of the dissatisfaction um, with what's going on. Maybe there can be some kind of improvements had in our lives and freedom as a result of dissatisfaction. I don't know, but um, you know, those that are those that are the most organized and have the the most clear message are the ones that are more likely to have something happen. Fletcher.
2: Well, I I don't, I don't know if this is. Um because the Occupy Wall Street thing was—I don't know—they they got a little bit of press, but it was kind of a dud compared to what they were shooting for. But oh yeah, they, uh, they they put out another—I don't know—another anonymous put out another press release that was like October fifteenth, Global Revolution Day, and I don't know. I guess they're gonna try to do the same kind of thing
4: then. Apparently, it was also some kind of uh, Latino holiday in uh, Los Angeles. So while they're protesting capitalism and and big big business, um, Pepsi and Budweiser are throwing this huge festival for Latinos (laughs) in the area. Yay! (laughs) And and so that got all the attention, and they got, like, none. Uh,
0: Yeah, it's... it, it it seems like um you know they, you know I think Tahir Square went on for months in um, advance of whatever went in on um, afterwards, uh, no, to uh, Tahrir in uh, oh, Egypt. Okay. So it went on for months and months. So the expectation that you're going to say revol the revolution is on October the 15th and that that's going to work it, it seems somewhat uh, naive and Pollyannish. I, I I I hope they have some kind of, uh, of effect in in say divesting the government of its uh, uh, controllers and and corporation, but but frankly, it's, I think the problem is the government, not the corporations. I I, I don't trust the folks in the corporations uh, much either, but the government seems to be the biggest problem for me. Fletcher, I appreciate the call. Apparently, a B-tard is someone who browses for chance. so there is at least an alliter- alliterative uh, oh. a, a tie there. Okay. I
3: thought he was saying E-tard. Yeah, that's what I thought. And I first. was like, that doesn't even make sense.
0: Etards is somebody who etard is
3: is somebody who eats ecstasy a lot
0: to the point of like to
3: the point where they are dumb. etarded.
0: Okay, <laughs> but
3: I kept hearing it and I'm going etard Wall Street. I don't get the connection at all.
0: I, I suppose that "tard" is a is a word yeah. is a, put a suffix that gets tacked on to a lot of things in order to uh, sort of yeah, if it rhymes with <laughs> Um, <laughs> if, if, as a matter of fact. When we were going out in the last segment, I said that Jason Talley's um, website apparently said it wrong. So it's T a No, just tally.tv. I believe. Did I say it again? Yes, you did. Tally.tv. All right. Talley.TV. Okay. Man. Talley.TV. T-A-L-L-E-Y. Free Talk Live, 855-450-3733. talk live 855 450 free you can give us a call talk about what you want to talk about 855 450 3733 freetalklive.com has all kinds of free things for you we uh give you options on how to listen to the show The news.freetalklive.com will allow you to find different ways to find out what's going on with Free Talk Live. And, in fact, cam.freetalklive will uh, let you view what's going on in the studio at cam.freetalklive.com. That's what we do. Free Talk Live, we supply you with everything you need to listen to our program. Sound Wisdom's SG-1 solar-powered generating system can give you the basics in an emergency or be extended to handle your whole house. It'll take a 25-cubic-foot freezer completely off the grid. Add a few solar panels and batteries, and it'll handle your cooking and uh, heat your water. This is the only system that you can start small and expand at your own pace, even adding solar panels and batteries you get from other companies. Even on a Sunday night, experts are taking your uh, standing by to answer your calls you can call for free education um, uh, if all you have to do is go to the website we've got they've set up a website just for our listeners it's freetalklivesolar.com go check it out this is an amazing system frankly I've uh, I've learned quite a bit about it and it is the only system of its kind Um, it, it allows you to have a generator system and you can solar power some things at your house and normally a generator just sits outside just sits there until you need a generator but in this case you can have a generator and it can run all these uh, necessary things. It's freetalklivesolar.com. Let's go to by the way it's Mark with you.
4: And Luther.
3: And Julia.
0: Let's go to Jessica in Wisconsin. Jessica.
3: Oh, hi. Um I just wanted to talk about what um your last call I believe his name was Fletcher was talking about the um the Wall Street protest. Yes. Um I was under the impression that um Anonymous had actually
5: just released a new press release um, today. Okay. Yeah, and it was actually mudkip, mudkip, tits, bitch, fuck.
4: Why did I know that was coming?
3: You know, I recognized her voice. I thought she was she the was girl the gr- who likes uh, Justin Bieber.
4: Oh, <laughs> well, that's right. Yeah, she called in two weeks ago. I recognized the voice three. in the
3: second at like that first second. <sighs>
4: Unfortunately,
3: sure. there is a uh, a delay, so you don't actually get to say those words on the radio. That yeah,
4: doesn't do
0: anything. Right. You know, I'm not going to let you say that word on the radio. I've dumped you out, and that's what happens when you call in and you say dirty words. And You know, I mean, it would be one thing if you just said mudkip. You know, whatever that means is those sort of dumb 4chan uh, words. But, you know, you Here's say the, the other. Here's the thing naughty words you can't P- say that
3: well one of you whatever this girl jessica in wisconsin please please call in and tell me why you suck at prank calls <laughs> well i,
0: I mean know. that would be it- the one thing like let's be funny
4: yeah well i used to prank call into the show and mark i mentioned one of my prank calls to you and you were surprised that it was even a prank call you thought i was really a freegan calling in uh, <laughs> That's right. One guy called in claiming to be a freegan. And that was, you know, that was cool. Which, for those
3: who don't know, they like to eat out of trash cans. Yeah, that's what a
0: freegan does. But, you know, or somebody, you know, one time called in and said, hey, what would you guys, uh, are you guys ready for a zombie attack? And, you know, it was was really a great, um, you know, and people call in and do character voices. Cobra
4: Commander has called in before. I mean,. you yeah, know. these are all you know, clever, but these kids—they just get on and they're like, "Dude, I'm 17 years old. I've said said, poop on the radio." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: you My, know, um, it's not funny.
3: What was his name? Mike from Red Bar Radio. He used to do prank calls, and I have to say, there was a while where he would call in like once a week and do a George Bush impression, and it was so funny. He would talk about yeah. free ice cream day, and just like—I mean, those made me laugh out loud. I would go back and listen to it.
0: Uh, we we have it as a, a promo, actually. Um, so
3: it's hilarious. Please, prank girl. Try harder.
0: Yeah, just just be funny. That's all you gotta <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, not <laughs> be, that hard. Amuse somebody. Let's go to Zach in California. Zach? How you doing? All's well. Pretty What's good. on your mind? Uh,
9: well, just to start off, before I get to what I wanted to talk about, I want a little clarification on the word beatard. Okay. Uh, a beetard is not necessarily someone who bruises 4chan, but specifically the B channel.
0: Ah, which gotcha. Is full
9: of, which is called random. Gotcha. Uh,. Every channel has a letter corresponding to it And uh, R was taken So they just B Gotcha Yeah And um Okay Well it's what do I want to get to talk about Sorry Sure yeah. Well this weekend I went to the uh, The Hard Rock Casino In Tampa Okay And uh While I was playing some poker I got up to get some food At one time Came back See my table had broken And I had to go all the way down To security Which is like a quarter mile walk Uh Away and uh, so I had to go down there.
0: Why did you to have to go down to security? Because your table had broken.
9: My table had broken. There weren't enough people to play. Okay. So my money had gone to the security. Okay. To go, so why did you know,
0: why would you leave your money at the table when you go to get some food?
9: Well, I had like five hundred dollars. It was more than the maximum buy-in. So okay.
0: So I didn't
9: want to have to buy in again with a hundred dollars. So I just went to get food and I would come back and play more.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. So they don't have so, they don't have uh, people that walk around and take your order like they do it uh, in in uh, Vegas.
9: You can't. You can't eat at the table. Gotcha. And also, the, yeah, the restaurant restaurant's on the other side of the building. Gotcha. So I go down there to uh, pick up my money. They have to, you know, check the security camera to make sure it's me. Check the back tapes. Uh, they ask for a copy of my ID, which I didn't. You know, seem odd. But uh, when well, I asked uh, them a question, you know, what would what would you do if I didn't have an ID? They said, "Well, you wouldn't get your money." And I said, "Even it, even though you know it's me." Even though you can see on the camera that it's me, right? Mm-hmm. They take the tapes and it's my money in front of me, and they're like, "Nope, we would just keep it." I said, "Really?" That's creepy. You could just keep my. You could just keep my money.
0: Well, and I mean, like, if you, yeah, <laughs> as far as like I'm that. concerned, they can keep your money if you leave your money at somebody else's table. Yeah. <laughs>
9: well, it was my seat at my table. It's, it's a common. Thing. All right. I, 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 I suppose
0: it. that makes some sense. I don't know anything about this stuff, but um, okay, go ahead.
9: Uh, so. Uh, I thought that was weird, you know, and I said, well, how could you just not give them their money if you don't have ID? And they said, well, you're actually not allowed in without ID, which I thought was ridiculous. There's 5,000 people in here. You didn't check everyone's ID. I had my ID didn't get checked when I walked in?
0: Sure, it you know? did
9: So if I didn't have one when, it, when I came in and I came back, wow, well, that's not really the point. But uh, So next to the security officer, there's uh, a man starts starts uh, getting a little harsh with me. And he pulls out a little necklace, and he has a little police symbol on it. He's like, well, hey, I'm a retired cop, you know, retired uh,
0: police hey, chief. could you take that badge and stick it someplace else?
9: <laughs> well, it's a necklace. It's a gold necklace, yeah. 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 And uh, well, i say, oh, that's neat. You're a retired police chief. Cool. And you're working here. Uh, that's nice. And he says, well, actually, it's the law. You have to have your ID on you at all times. And I said, you're a retired police chief? And you think <laughs> that's the law? He's like yeah.
0: For one, you
9: you can be arrested. And I said, "Really?" I'm like, "I'm pretty sure that's not true." He's like, "I'm positive it is. That's how we teach everybody."
0: yeah. Uh, like, uh, uh, I mean that is I definitely not away. true. Tapers, please. A driver's
3: license as as you have to have, you have when to you drive. Your
9: real name, your real first name, and that's it, right?
0: I don't know what you know. I they they're they're going to claim all kinds of different things that one has to do. Um, it seems to me that you know you as a free person have the right to give whatever information you wish or wish not not to give. So
3: I, I have a feeling that that is not a law on the books at all. I
0: think some places they probably Anywhere. put it on. Um, I think they probably put it on some places They
3: don't really have a lot of trouble with it. Most people will it's say, not- "My name is this. Here, have it. Just mm-hmm. leave me alone, please."
9: Well, yeah, it's not a law that you have to have a license. You don't have to have a license. That's nope. ridiculous. So why would it be a law that you would have to have your license on you?
0: Well, of course, um, you know they have other other types of IDs. Um, oh yes, you know if if it were the law, then they would arrest uh, homeless people for urban for something for not having an ID, not for urban camping or not having money in their pockets or all the other silly little things that they go after homeless people for. Um, you know if it would be if it would be as easy as not having an ID, they just go after them for that.
9: Yeah, it, just, it was kind of scary, though. This man said he was a retired police chief, and he said that's how they train everyone.
0: Well, they train everyone to that. lie. Yes. Yeah, of course. <laughs> they, they train cops but, to lie to get the information I'm, they want I, and get I, compliance.
9: Yeah. I just I thought it was hilarious, and I didn't want to get into them. You know, obviously, I'm in the casino. They well, don't have you. the same kind of laws as outside the casino. So I didn't really want to try my luck too hard.
0: Zach, appreciate the call. 855-450-FREE. Free Talk Live. Call in with your story. 855-450-FREE. toll-free call-in line here on Free Talk Live's Live Monday edition. It's Mark with you. And Luther. And Julia. That's 855-450-3733. You know that cigarettes are probably going to kill you. They kill a lot of people every year. You've probably been thinking about giving the e-cigarette a try. It's a healthier option, 22,000 times healthier by uh, many metrics. Well... Listen to this offer from Vaporsmiths.com. A a pack-a-day smoker will save $120 a month, so you already start being richer, feeling better, and smelling better. What more could you want? How about a free starter kit? You just purchase 40 cartomizers with coupon code FTL. You get a free starter kit and free shipping, because all orders over $60 get free shipping, and this is, I believe, $69.99. For more information, go to Vaporsmiths.com or call 855 to get vapor Vaporsmiths.com eight five five to get vapor. It's a great deal. Um, one of the best made vaporizers that I've ever seen. It's, a, it's nice and heavy and substantial. You'll be happy with the product. I've tried it and it's it's pretty awesome. Vaporsmiths.com. Let's go to Kenneth in Colorado. Kenneth,
8: hey, what's um,
10: on your
0: last mind?
8: Week,
10: you guys, uh, we're we're on talking about uh, medical cannabis and THC and. CBN and CBD and all kinds of stuff.
0: I'm not sure what CBN and CBD are.
10: Well, that's why I called. Okay, great. Um, I'm a patient. Okay. And I grow for myself. And I usually use uh, edibles. Um, The deal, I'm a pain patient. um, The deal with the whole CBD, THC, CBN business is that the various different cannabinoids have various different effects on the body and on the head. And for pain, the THC really isn't the most important ingredient. Apparently, without any THC, um, it's not going to work anyway. But you need a lot of the CBD, which is, oh, you know, it's a 15-letter word or something. C B D. called CBD. Uh, and same thing with CBN. You need the CBD and the CBN in order to activate the different receptors that give you tolerance to pain. And uh, for various other things, for example, for, like, appetite control or and nausea, it turns out the THC is really mostly what you need.
4: And Interesting. so that would
10: be for, like, cancer patients, things like that.
4: Now, you, said, so, you, you said you prefer... Uh, you said you prefer the edibles. Um, mm-hmm. Have you tried other methods like smoking, vaporizing uh, the the pill, yeah. the Marinol? And, yeah, and, let me
10: explain. Yeah, let me explain. First of all, I've never been a smoker, mm-hmm. and uh, I started late uh, with the uh, cannabis as medicine. Um, so I did try vaporizing, and I have to admit that vaporizing, for the most part, works. But it also seems to be more uh, given the same. Herb that you would otherwise uh, bake into food or something like that. Mm-hmm. Given the same herb, it seems to be more psychoactive vaporizing, and the other. What's psychoactive is this,
0: mean?
10: Psychoactive meaning you may be more forgetful, you may be, um, uh, you may think things are funnier, you know, all the, the typical stuff.
4: Gotcha. Right? Sure. Sure. Okay.
10: Um, and with this with the uh, edibles. I find more of, say, the couch lock effect. You know, the um,
4: don't want to move,
10: relaxation, and so forth. Yeah. And I think the reason is because it's probably better at delivering the uh, CBD. Yeah, I've done um, some,
4: some research myself in the subject, and I have to agree with you uh, that yeah, the the eating it definitely uh, you feel it more in your body. Uh, it's what's known as a body high. Uh, and, you know, you just feel relaxed. I, I remember feeling very lazy, actually, more so than I, I care to. Um, yeah. Now, isn't it also more expensive to be baking that into food? Or
10: I think it goes farther, actually. Okay. Um, also, it, it's hard to tell. I, I think a lot of smokers, and I don't smoke. Um, I have a couple times. So, um, I think smokers probably go through more. Um, I think they just burn a lot of it, frankly. I don't think they get, you know, the full value out of all of it. Um, and that's another interesting thing, of course. Uh, the smokers probably also get some highs off of derivatives of burned cannabis that you d- wouldn't normally get that may be less healthy. You know, it's hard to say. Um, whereas uh, if you vaporize, you probably get, you know, the essence of the plant and hard to say anything more than that.
4: Sure, sure. That's you the... I mean? that's the. Uh the the method of vaporizing that's what it's all about really is that you're right. not you're not taking in any of the burnt plant matter you it's just heating the 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 chemicals the active chemicals and you're inhaling right. those
10: right and the same thing goes with baking
4: sure um,
10: you're not going to uh, i mean if you don't
4: yeah you're not going to be burn. inhaling <laughs> it yeah <laughs> you're you're pretty um, much just going to be uh eating it in a a butter form usually. so
10: uh, also in growing um i found that uh when you grow for pain um, it really helps to grow uh, to the mature side. You know how you see all these pretty pictures of all the, uh, uh, and now I'm kind of having a, I'm on the air metal block, but uh, the the resins. Yeah. You know, the things that hold the resin.
4: Mm-hmm. The um, crystals? Cri-
10: yeah, yeah, they got a name for it. And like I said, I'm having an on the air metal block.
4: Okay. But anyway. Um, um, what are they called? I don't know. I'm having that same mental block. I can't believe it. Yeah, I I know exactly what you're talking about. You're Um, talking
10: about the crystals, right? Um, Yeah, yeah. Typically, um, when they just start to turn a little (laughs) white.
4: There are
0: 100,000 screaming potheads out there right now yelling (laughs) whatever that word is. (laughs)
10: When when they just start to turn a little white, um, that's usually when they're considered, uh, or or when about half of them turn white, that's usually around the time uh, a pothead would harvest, you know, somebody who wants the... You know, pothead's a pretty good term in that, in that, uh, in that regard, because it's people who want the psychoactive effect.
4: Sure, sure. Um, someone who's looking yeah. to sell it for a profit, it will will pick it then.
10: Yeah, right. And it looks pretty and all that stuff, but I've found that if I basically let all the pistols die, you know, this is to where they go beyond being orange and they just die off and fall off, um, and then I've got pretty much all white um, resins on there, and they're even turning a little orange at that time. That's really what I maximize the um, the CBDs and CBNs and all the derivatives. And that's because, I, from what I've read, it seems like the THC decays into the the CBDs and CHNs and so on as the plant ages, you know, beyond maturity.
0: Trichomes
10: Sort of like an old maid.
0: Tricomes is trichomes.
3: I
10: just
0: remembered trichomes. it.
3: There I didn't look right. it up either.
10: Exactly.
0: God bless the from internet. The
3: <laughs>
10: no, I didn't look it up. I just remembered it. Into a, a real frosty and maybe even turn orange, that's when it really becomes an old maid and that's when... The CBDs and CBNs are, are, there are more of them, and it's a better body high for, if you will, painkiller.
0: In in Colorado, you're allowed, if you're a medical marijuana patient, um, you're allowed to grow marijuana in your own home?
10: That's correct. Six plants, two flowering, and a total of two ounces of product.
0: Interesting. So, um, the what, what's it? What does that do for sort of the marijuana market out there? Otherwise, I mean, if if people can just get a medical marijuana card, are cops still making arrests? Um, well, as far frankly,
10: as frankly, frankly, first of all, um, I think it was novel enough for long enough that the price really didn't get a whole lot better, but you did get good stuff for the price, and because you know people who are growing medically are taking more care. They're not just trying to palm off, you know, something that gets you high.
4: Sure, sure, sure. They're, they're not just mass crafting, producing it.
10: Right. They're they're crafting the weed for what they want to do with it or the herb. Um, so I think you actually get a better product for not a lot cheaper. And the other thing that I wanted to say about that since you brought it up um, is that uh, we've kind of gone past the sort of a golden age for medical cannabis, it seems, in almost every state. The states that have it now, the, uh, the state apparatus is finding ways to harass patients and, sure. uh, and to make it very difficult. Uh, for example, there are places in Colorado where they're actually claiming it's illegal to grow because they made it um, – first of all, it's in the Constitution that you can grow it medicinally wow. and there, it doesn 't say anything about you can 't do it in this that or the other situation, okay, I want to make that clear, okay, but what they 've done is they've actually they actually wrote a law at the state House that said, oh any um, any county that that wants to to zone them uh, so that they can 't grow there can do that, and so all the counties are zoning it out
0: <laughs> but it 's in the Constitution. that's
10: blatantly unconstitutional. But you know how that works. You you get to be the first one to stick your neck out um, to go to prison and wait for your case to come up and all that.
0: Right. You got to go fight them on their turf yeah, so using your money, and they will so use your money to fight you too.
10: And of course, Obama, to the extent that he got friendly to patients, is completely backed off now. You've you've covered that.
0: Oh yeah, he's and he so wants nothing to do with you guys. Really want
10: to get you, and worse, the state is now cooperating with the feds in Colorado.
0: Yeah. Well, thanks for all the information, Kenneth. I appreciate the call. 855-450-3733, Free Talk Live. (laughs) Call in and talk about what you'd like to talk about. 855-450-3733. It's a toll-free call brought to you by SACL CAI here on Free Talk Live.
3: And now it's time for the Living Beyond Your Feelings Radio Minute with tips and advice on controlling your emotions so they don't control you. Here's New York Times best-selling author
9: Joyce Meyer. I learned that many times in life I had to do what was right, possibly for a long time, before I got a right result. It's a principle of sowing and reaping. First you sow a right seed, then you will reap a right harvest. But I also found out that many times I have to choose to do what is right while it still feels wrong. You can't let your feelings control you. If you do what's right while it still feels wrong you will be growing spiritually and making progress toward the life that you really want to enjoy. You know, doing what's easy means stagnation, or even worse, a regression of any progress that has been made in the past. So don't worry about your feelings, just do what you know you should do.
3: For the Living Beyond Your Feelings Radio Minute, I'm Joyce Meyer. For more information to help you control your own emotions so they don't control you, please visit Joyce Meyer. That's M-E-Y-E-R dot org. The average person has 70,000 thoughts every day, and many of those thoughts trigger a corresponding emotion. In Living Beyond Your Feelings, Joyce Meyer examines the gamut of feelings that human beings experience. She discusses the way that the brain processes and stores memories and thoughts. Then, emotion by emotion, she explains how we can manage our reactions to those emotions. Living Beyond Your Feelings, the newest book from New York Times best-selling author Joyce Meyer,
7: is available wherever books are sold.
0: Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL toll-free call in line. You can give us a call, talk about whatever you want to talk about, 855-450-3733. If you like Free Talk Live, you like the fact that we're spreading the ideas of liberty far and wide, nationwide, internationally, you can find out ways to promote Free Talk Live. There's various different ways at promote.freetalklive.com. Passionate about the show? Think about you know. Go check out promote.freetalklive.com. There's different ways, and you can always give us your ideas of other ways to promote free talk live. It's promote.freetalklive.com. So, Julia, you had a story about a mom who tried to help a, a son who was having some trouble with the I bus stop. I
3: did. Uh, I did. The page is it just reloaded, it's being slow. Yeah. So, this is from uh, Minnesota. A mother, oh my gosh. The web page is freaking out. Oh, they
0: always do that. Yeah, they do the, 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 the refreshing thing. Um, but
3: over and over and over again. It's like it's moving. I can't. Let's we'll see. <laughs> okay, it's up. Okay. I apologize. Technical difficulties. Um, a mother who, is confronted, who confronted two boys who bullied their 10-year-old son, which I'd just like to say right now, I'm bothered by this. I think that the you know your mom stepping in as a young boy, that's probably going to make the situation worse.
0: I think it could. Um, It depends on the situation. depends on the boy. But uh, I can understand why a mother would want to do such thing.
3: I I understand that as well. Anyway, the mother has been banned from her son's public Minneapolis school and even her son's bus stop for the rest of the year. Uh, Tanya Sidney said she does not regret taking actions into her own hands to keep her son from being a victim. See, I can't agree with that statement right there. (laughs)
4: Because you just made him an even bigger victim, an even bigger target, because now he's a mama's boy. Well,
0: I, I wonder what the problem is here. I mean, she confronted two kids that were hassling right. her kid on a public sidewalk.
3: Yes, she didn't hit hit him or anything. She just told him to stop. I guess. Hey,
0: stop hitting my son. Yeah, yeah. And Of course, the school bus isn't you know isn't providing a bus stop monitor. God knows we, no. that's what our tax dollars need to go go towards.
3: Don't even say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, fifth grader Savante Griffin told his mom and stepdad that he was being bullied on the school bus. Sydney said that he told uh, he told her boys were hitting him, so she took matters into her own hands. She went to the bus stop the next day, and she confronted the bus driver. He told me, I am doing the best I can. I can't be in 50 million places at once. That much is true. Except a bus? Like, I mean, that's not 50 million places. That's like on the 30 bus? seats.
0: He's getting hit on the bus? Uh, Yes. Okay.
3: I mean, really? Oh, you can't... Eh we we had
0: the bus is an entirely unpleasant mrs lawson, <laughs> mrs. lawson. We
3: had bus the,
4: 666 the worst <laughs>
3: bus driver ever and every year they would announce the new bus driver in the newspaper and we would cross our fingers and pray to god that it wasn't miss lawson it was every year and she was mean but you did not mess uh, around on her bus nope.
4: yeah, there was no bus. no shenanigans going on <laughs> on that bus I
0: remember one particular bus driver um, through the my- myriad of the ones that I had, and that's exactly what it was like um, there too.
3: <laughs> I mean, she would be like, "Shut down," and you know what I mean. Just mm-hmm. get fish your arms out. out of the aisle. A vicious woman. <laughs> yeah, <it's> yeah just...
4: <laughs> sort of like the bus driver on like South Park or any cartoon where there's just a nasty bus driver. <laughs> she was the epitome of of that. Yes. So yeah, anyway.
0: it, one wonders if uh, if that's just the best way to run a bus like it may very well be the best way to run a bus, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, to have yourself a prosthetic uh, leg or something and end up a, a patch in your
4: eye and just be. You know Let me I mean? tell you the story of a kid who stuck his leg out in the aisle. Actually, now I drive this bus. It'd be
3: kind of funny. Like, if you weren't like that at all and, like, that was your job? Because little kids really are brats, and I wouldn't want that job <laughs> for anything in the whole world. Yeah. Nothing.
0: I, I, You know, not every little kid's a brat, but I think that there's this ongoing thing about you – know, you, you know, if you put 60 kids in a bus and you got one person who's trying to conduct a very large vehicle – and keep <laughs> control of 60 kids. It's I mean, they should just have an automatic pepper spray thing right there for the and, you know, shoots every every chair. Yep. But it's an, it's a tough situation. I, I tell you, the bus is one of the worst things about school. Yeah. And everybody will tell you that. I I would, I, I absolutely not I'm not sending my kid to public school and it, I think it's really awesome that he doesn't have to go to the bus. But Most of my bus riding, all my bus riding was done on private school. It's not like it was a real joy there either.
3: No, you can tell him that when he's complaining about something when i I was a young lad we had to ride the bus
0: well he thinks the bus is awesome he right now he's three and a half years old car right well he sees them he can identify them they're they're really great um he likes all things mechanical and he says school bus school bus you know and he points it out we have to you know you have to repeat it so that he knows that you have seen it otherwise he will continue to say it until you you know acknowledge
3: are you listening (laughs) right (laughs) So after the mother, she went and talked to the bus driver. Bus driver said, "Whatever, can't do anything for you, lady." She got on the bus and yelled at the two boys. Now, see, that was probably her downfall, right there. She probably shouldn't have stepped onto the bus, mm. but I mean, she paid for that that bus, didn't she? Or at least her the- son's
0: getting beat up by these two kids. I don't see anything pro- anything wrong with uh, you know having a couple of words with the boys.
3: She yelled at them, apparently. Specifically, to the two boys, I said, you need to keep your hands to yourself. My goodness. (laughs) (laughs)
0: This this lady's clearly out of control.
3: Okay, I I had a mother that was, we had a mother that was very overbearing and like embarrassingly dorky. And when I'm reading this, I'm picturing my mom (laughs) on the bus saying this. And how much it would mortify me. Like, she would get on the bus and say, like, all right, you guys, you keep your heads to yourselves now.
0: I think my mother would tell me to solve the problem myself.
3: I think that's the way to go. Yeah,
0: yeah I think so, too.
3: I, I do. but Like
0: we said earlier,
4: it just makes us kids... I don't know it, that it is, but
0: I, I don't know that it is. I mean, I don't think that uh, kids are necessarily going to come up with the best solutions in this scenario, but I don't know what the best thing is. I tend to not like these scenarios where you put large amounts of kids in with an adult who's generally... In employed by the government is not uh, incentivized in um you know the same way and you know th- expected to come out well.
3: So the driver ordered her off the bus. That seems weird to me. Like is it really that big of a deal for a mother to be on a bus?
0: I I, I we certainly had parents that would ride the bus uh when I was uh, going to school in private school. But then again, those parents really did pay for that bus.
3: Right. Uh okay, this website is going up and down literally. So Driver ordered off the bus. She and Griffin then walked to the community school. Sydney said that when she and Griffin got to the school, they were met by the school's police liaison and principal and transportation supervisor. Sydney said the supervisor pulled out a photograph of another African-American woman and said that he created a disturbance on the bus last year. She. It says he. Okay. But it says woman. Gotcha. Uh, that... That is when the transportation guy apologized and said, I assumed you were the woman from last year. Her son and the two bullies later had to apologize to each other. Sydney got a letter from the principal saying that she is banned from the school grounds and the bus stop for the rest of the year.
0: No more coming to the bus stop.
3: (laughs) Now, here's what I want to know. What happens if she goes to the bus stop anyway? Because you can't suspend her. Is there legal trouble?
0: I don't know. I mean, this is. A
3: bus stop is a sidewalk. It is a public sidewalk.
0: Yeah, it absolutely is. I mean, you know, we used to have to move our stuff off of the sidewalk when people would walk by. So, you know, we would prefer to be on the sidewalk because there's dew on the ground in the morning and, you know, you don't want to get all wet and and stuff. But, you know, people people use that sidewalk. Are you going to ban people from the sidewalk?
3: What if she's the kind of mother, like my mother, who didn't think that I was old enough at age 10 to do anything, let alone walk to the bus stop by myself? That may be an exaggeration. I don't know. But if, she, if she's that concerned but what if she walks him to the bus stop? Does she have to stand a certain amount? Away, like mm. twenty feet away, to make sure he gets on the bus. Okay, she's
4: banned, Van. Yeah, yeah they don't—they don't care how you comply. Just is comply. It just those f- few blocks of sidewalk that are the bus stop. I mean, like, does she
3: walk? Or, so she—if she can't, she got to that, she gotta yeah, walk around. Yeah, can she around? stand one square
4: off of it? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think this is enforceable, and I think that we've pointed that out. <laughs> Let's go to James in Georgia. James,
8: hello, you hear me.
0: Yep, I can hear you. What's going on?
8: Hey, I was listening to your podcast Saturday one. Yes. Uh nine twenty four. And y'all had a caller, Nick, in Illinois. Okay. And he was talking with his father about uh consenting with the government.
0: And yep. the dad was saying
8: government and consent. Consented.
0: James, actually, uh if you hold the line here, um eight five five four five zero three seven three three. You can call in, talk about what you want. It's free talk live find out what james has got on his mind how how it is uh, whether he figures the government you've consented to the government or not it's 855-450-3733 free talk live hello my friends and welcome to a 30 second edition of verbal surgery i'm your verbal surgeon tim a cummins here to radiate your brain for maximum gain and let me tell you my friends get on to the verbalsurgery.com train come check it out listen to this podcast and you will feel better right now because you are awesome looking forward to seeing you at verbal surgery.com. take it easy baby awesome 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL toll-free call-in line here on Free Talk Live. 855-450-3733. It's Mark with you. And Luther. And Julia. Do you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections? SACL CAI does collections, early outbilling, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL's employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers, treating them with respect. They know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you want to keep your clients, too. It's SACL CAI. See their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page. Let's go back to James in Georgia. James, government, yes. legitimate, did you consent to it?
8: Uh, I personally didn't. Okay. <laughs> but when I was talking about, you had a caller, and his dad was saying that because you moved into an area, you consented to the government. And what I was thinking, imagine how ridiculous it would be if I'm a landowner and you came onto my land, and I said, well, you now owe me $1,000 and you can't leave, you know, until you pay me.
0: Which is essentially, by the way, the, it's, it's sort of the rule with the United States. If you're born within the United States and you want to leave the country and be a citizen of someplace else, you have to pay an exit tax. Now, I'd like to, to draw a parallel between this and the way slavery was in Roman times. During Roman times, a slave could purchase their way out of slavery. And as a matter of fact, Julius Caesar, Caesar was at one point a slave. And this, I mean, this happened all the time. People would purchase themselves out of slavery. So not to say that uh, the United States citizenship is that much worse than the other country's citizenships. I'm just saying that citizenship is a form of slavery. All countries, every place. There are better and worse forms of slavery and, I'm, and better and
4: worse slave masters. Well, that certainly puts a damper on the love it or leave it argument. Yeah, yeah it, it's going to cost you that much money to leave. And, and that's absolutely this, very similar.
3: What is the tax, you know?
0: What? How much is it? Yeah, it's a percentage of what you've got, kind of thing. Okay. If you're gonna take it, you gotta pay, man. This is our money. They, they, that's how they see it. You are theirs. Go ahead, James.
8: I mean, to to me, it's one thing if you contracted and said, "Oh, you can cross my land for a thousand dollars," and there's a contract. Now I'm in. I do property management, and everything is contracted, so I don't understand why the government can't do it. I mean, imagine if you had to sign a contract with the government that. Imagine what the terms would be. Oh, the term is unlimited. You know, it's forever. And we can change it whenever we want to. I mean, who who would sign that contract?
0: Yeah, it's a it's a terrible contract that um, you know, that nobody signs. But I I can kind of see the point if you go to another nation and you opt into, you know, either you're going into their nation and saying that this is, you know, I mean, the expectation is at that point that you would be following their rules and the expectation on my property is that you would follow my rules. But
8: yeah, but let's just let's just assume that you moved into a, a county, so now you have to follow all the rules. Well, okay, you basically have a contract with them. How can they change the rules and say, "Oh, the the millage rate on your property tax is now higher"? Well, no, they do. You, know, you got to change the contract with me. <laughs>
0: they, well, the con- winner, the contract say. is that the the millage rate is whatever we say it is.
8: <laughs> yeah, if I have a contract, let's say you're going to rent a building from me for a year. At a thousand a year, and then next year, I want eleven hundred a month. Well, I have to sign a new contract with you. I can't just say, "Oh, it's now eleven hundred a month." You know, I guess you could put it in the contract, let's say, a five percent annual increase. Yeah, but both parties agreed to that, and even then, after the term of the lease, you have to sign a new contract.
0: It's uh you know, it's a it's sticky situation for me, uh, trying to, to explain to people how and it takes it takes a little while. I mean, you pretty much have to explain to them why government isn't legitimate in the first place. I mean, any entity can own land, but the claim is essentially the government owns your land because you they are the Lord and you are paying them uh, you know, a property tax, which in the old days they called a quit rent, which is what you know, serfs and vassals paid to lords on their, uh, on their lands. And th- that's ex- ex- exactly what's going on. James, I appreciate the call. 855-450-3733. Julia, the, uh, the story of the um, mother yelling it, at the kids.
3: It's pretty much over. Um, all it says is that she's going to appeal it. I mean, she's been suspended for a year and she's going to try to... Suspended
0: for a year from the bus stop.
3: And the school. And the, the school. school
0: grounds. So she can't yeah. even go to like t- parent-teacher well, conferences. That
3: was my thought. What if she was a single mother? Like, y- I thought you had to go to those.
4: I don't know. I don't know that you have to go to. No, I don't think you have to. But I don't. I, I think if, if you, you don't go, the, you don't love your children. <laughs>
3: Obviously. Oh God, that would have to be awful to be a teacher and have to listen because because you know everybody there thinks that their little turd is the best one <laughs> in the class, right? <laughs> so to be a teacher, just have to like. Listen to them like, ah, oh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, It just sounds awful. I'll, I, 30 not, kids, 30 parents.
0: Not much I like about public school and in general. Um, you know, I'm sure that some of the teachers are trying to do their very best, but they're working inside of a system that shackles them down. Well, I've got a story here from the Daily Mail. It's rolling off the 3D printing press, the world's first printed car. And it actually works. The world's first printed car has finally rolled off the printing press. The Irby was made from a special printer, which built upon layer upon layer of bodywork, almost as the, also as the car was painted into existence, um, except using layers of ultra thin composite that were slowly fused into a solid. But unlike most innovations in cars, this one won't break down after five years. Irby has is built to last thirty years. Project leader Jim Kor told Mail Online today for uh, for us the unveiling is quite a milestone. Underneath is a petrol and electric hybrid engine, which uh, helps to make it one of the greenest cars in the world. Experts have said the car the, the car uses eight times less energy than a similar vehicle and can go two hundred miles per gallon um, on the motorway. It also has a sleek, futuristic design, which makes it look like a prop from a science fiction film, like The Fifth Element. It sits very low to the ground, almost like a speed bump. The uh, <laughs> it's one of these little little cars where you know sure it's, sure it's just low. a little lump.
4: Yeah. <laughs> on wheels i
0: i i always worry about these smaller things but you got to get small in order to get better no, miles to the I, gallon. i mean
4: it depends yeah well certainly yeah lighter is better um but you know a, a, a nice light sports car will get you better miles to gallon than a prius in in a lot of cases
0: uh there's there's a few cases um i wouldn't say a whole bunch of cases the i mean a of-
3: i think it's like 20 more miles to the gallon or 10 at least
4: I, I don't think I... And it doesn't I, cost those, like as much as a Prius. Like that little Toyota Spider that uh, Andrew has, has uh, can get better mileage. I don't know. I, the Prius gets darn good mileage. It's only
3: like 40, 40 miles to the gallon or something like that, which is good, but there are...
0: It's only 40 miles to gallon now under the new rules, but the um, Andrew's car is old enough that it's under the old rules, under which the Prius got 60 miles to the gallon. So, um, you can't compare cars within the last few years to cars from several years uh, ago, so that's why I'm a little concerned. I was really looking into this. The Geo Metro, that tiny little thing used to get really great gas mileage and Mm -hmm. it would be comparable to a uh, hybrid, but you're not going to find too many regular gas vehicles that'll do quite as well, and especially, it depends on whether you're going down the interstate
4: or whether you're in city traffic. Obviously, hybrids are made for right. For what subject. kind of driving you're going to be doing? Um, well, does it mention anything about this car, how it handles? I mean, has, has it? Been- At this
0: point, it's um, you know, it's about its uh, it, its miles to the gallon and, and its look and stuff like that. It says the the printing process has attracted much attention. It's completely different than the normal way car manufacturers build a car, which is to bolt chunks of bodywork on where they need to go. Um, let's. I'll tell you more about the Irby coming up. And I just think this is really neat because they managed to print this car out of nothing. They yes. created it out of nothing. 3D is, printing
4: is truly amazing. It
0: is the wave of the future, 855 Am I wrong? Free Talk Live. 855-450-FREE. That's the Sakel toll-free call-in line here on Free Talk Live. Get your call in. It's two more segments here on Free Talk Live. It's Mark with you. And Luther. And Julia, you know, gold and silver. Uh, Luther, have you been paying attention? Gold and silver had the uh, bottom kicked out of them here in the last couple of days. Yes,
4: I have been paying attention to that. I'm very interested in this.
0: I've been reading up on why it happened, and it looks like there's um, some some sell offs, and uh, you know, people following, um, you know, the trending. I guess people that follow trenders or something like that j- they jump on whenever there's a trend, right, whatever. So now they're I,
4: all jumping off. Is that it?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it's already started going up a, a bit, but. I think you know personally still thinking gold and silver place to be that's my personal opinion you should yep. do what you think is best for you in your life but yeah. uh,
4: I, I would I would say um that you should have maybe half your savings uh if you're if you're young like me and you don't have a lot of money like half of it in silver is an easy investment to start with uh, and then you know, still have plenty of cash so that you have liquidity. Yeah, I, I don't know. I am not going to give anybody ad- advice on how much
0: of their uh, savings to have in, in these things, but I am going to yep. say that I, I would consider I consider yep. this a buying and opportunity. It, I haven't been able to do it.
4: Absolutely, I, I think the the more knowledge you get, you should diversify more. But to start, that's not a bad idea. Just to teach yourself um, about investing. So uh,
0: go get some at gold. dot com. We've got some of the best prices on the internet available to you. It's gold. dot com. So we were talking about the Irby which is a nice little name for a car i like it and julia the the, the erby was printed from a 3d printer which lays down materials in layers in this case it's in layers and in uh, some cases they'll etch it out of uh, one block of stuff and so every layer it just kind of lays it down so it'd start with the tires just br- 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 and then go up one you know little micron or whatever you know maybe this stuff is uh a 32nd of an inch thick and it goes up one thirty-second of an inch until it's gone all the way the you know the, the the three and a half feet tall the car is
3: see i've i've heard of this many times i've heard you guys talk about it and mm-hmm. it blows my mind I, I i hear what you're saying but it's yep. like i i'm like the old person who was like <laughs> computer what are you talking about
0: it's a That's, TV. How does that, that work? I, That's me. With a typewriter well, it on it? Yeah. What? Okay, so I saw, um, I didn't entirely understand it or get it until I saw somebody, them do this. They printed, I, this was one of the etching ones that uh, Chris has just talked about during the break, which is they sort of cut it out of a block. They made, <clears throat> um, you know, sort of scanned a uh, adjustable wrench. And then the computer made that adjustable wrench, and the guy adjusted the wrench and used the computer-made adjustable wrench to tighten a bolt. My I watched it happen. It's
4: Yeah, it it's is. B- it's mind-blowing. It's, it's crazy. And what's great about these machines is you can get uh, blueprints for the machine themselves and print them out. So you can just endlessly rebuild these machines. You know, if a part breaks on it, you just make a new one. Yeah,
0: it well <laughs> that's the thing is it it'll repair itself. Now imagine if some guy in a community buys a lar- has a large one of these and can just be kicking out, I don't know, riding lawn mowers and pieces of equipment that they yeah. need. I mean, essentially this kills the manufacturing industry because people will begin making it, the things that they need. If I,
4: I, I love it because it's, it's mostly open source. Yep. I mean, most of the plans you can just get online, you can download for right, free. Right, right. Tr-
0: and try to imagine for a second, Julie, you know when you go to Home Depot and you see the, the little lawnmowers all the way up to the giant lawnmowers at $3,000? Yeah. Imagine that it costs you, I mean, essentially this is the combination of a printer, and a hot glue gun, so it costs you some more hot glue, which is not, ex- you know, excep- exceptionally expensive stuff. The compo- the material that they use to make this out of. Why wouldn't you get the big expensive riding lawnmower that you sit on that has the two handles that'll do three sixty wheelies and all that other stuff <laughs> instead of the push behind lawnmower? You know that that you got to shove uphill and all that stuff. I mean, suddenly it changes the whole way that consumers buy and do things i mean it is it's tremendous it yeah. has the the opportunity to change the world
3: i'm speechless my mind is blown
0: and, the, and now they have that made has to
3: be the sign of getting older, right? I'm not understanding <laughs> technology as well anymore.
0: I think it, I think I think it needs to be explained to everybody.
4: Um, yeah, I think uh, it's something you really have to see to understand. Because people were asking me about it. I used to be uh, a printer copier repairman, and they were asking me if I had ever heard of it, this 3D printing. And I was like, No, no, never. You know. And I, I even asked my uh, teacher when I went to school. We would go to school like once a month for a week. Um and I asked him about it he had no idea about it either so like uh this is you know just this is still laboratory stuff at this point largely Sure sure I mean like just a few nerds on the internet seem to really really be into it
0: God bless these nerds on the internet they're going to change it. the world and they're going to do it in lots of different yep, ways this yep. is just one of this them This is
4: just one of them I mean and there are other uh movements that this is sort of attached to, like, maker culture, which is all about just building stuff yourself, yep. you know, and learning uh, craft work, you know, whether it's metalworking or carpentry or machi- me- mechanical engineering, and being able to apply these in everyday life and art you know and, as well and
0: try to imagine what it's going to do for the economy and how it's going to change
4: things entirely if oh, you sure you're not
0: saving up in the same way for money you know things yeah you, you
4: don't have to break the bank to, to start up a farm for yourself if you can just make all the equipment on this printer
0: it's just these materials uh, these these base materials and electricity yeah. and that's all you need and suddenly the costs for things just spiral downward if you've got one one of these things in a community people can um, you know you can keep it going day and night, and it just works and works and works and produces all kinds of things for people that they can use to make their lives better. You don't have this, um, you know, the haves and have-nots in the same way. Mm -hmm. At that point, you're talking about style separating people, not as much, um,
4: you know, what they've got and what they don't. I I I think you can have any kind of car you want if you just print it. I think it makes patents obsolete. Um, or yeah. it, it has a potential to make patents obsolete, which is great. It'll open the market up. Anybody
0: will hack one of these things, and sure. you know if if okay. So you patent everything so that I can't make what you your idea or whatever. Well, then somebody just comes in and, and hacks it, and then yeah, it's going to be you, so unenforceable. And you know you don't you're not going to have uh, ways to um, you know track where which one these are yeah. printed. Maybe you will. Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. I, I don't I've know. heard
4: the term singularity. Uh, apply to this like the the, techn- I don't know the technological s- singularity um i don't know if that's true or not uh but you know technically this machine can build itself you just have to program it
0: it's to- this thing and unlimited electrical power which really is right on the horizon when you think about the ways to produ- i mean if you could just put stuff out in the ocean that make the harnesses the waves and sure, stuff like sure. that i don't know how you get the electricity from one place to another but they're really pretty close on both of these yeah, things. wireless
4: inter- uh, electricity yeah if you could shoot wire- electricity through the air well mit is developing that now they're yeah. they're rethinking uh tesla's original designs you know which originally tesla wanted to make electricity absolutely free he would just have a large tower yeah placed you know every however far you know it could transfer and like it would just be sent to your house and thomas edison was very against this because he had a patent on he loves yeah, patents. He yeah, loved he, patents yeah he loved them um and he uh like tesla's uh i'm not saying edison did this but tesla's uh, uh laboratory got burned down and he was discredited as a mad scientist even though now looking back on it he was an absolute genius hundred years ahead of his time well,
0: I think that um, you know they they talk about uh, Tesla's you know machine that could create unlimited electricity, and I you'd think that the MIT guys would have figured that out ahead of time. You know, I mean
4: that it it's yeah. been how many well, decades? It's not that it could do unlimited electricity; it's that it it could transmit it wirelessly, which was more cost effective than running wires. Well, I'll know. tell
0: you, wires,
4: um, you know, they, they they there's a lot of drag there, sure, and electricity is lost that way. Sure, sure, and so, this is completely safe; it's done through magnetism. Uh, so, like, they when they do tests, when they show it off to people, what they'll do is they'll stand in between the two coils, which is how it works—is vibrating coils at a similar frequency, and they'll they'll stand in between it and be like, "Look, it's harmless. You know, you don't have to worry about anything anymore."
0: Right, I mean, and you know, would, when you're talking about one of these machines building stuff, imagine for a second one of these machines is say eight feet by eight feet by eight feet. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm just coming up with a number that's a, that's big enough to put to kick a car out. Maybe you'd want it to be bigger so that you could make a motor home or something. I don't know entirely, but imagine you could build your house by just putting together sections of house. Yeah, I mean, like you, a Lego. It all comes together. You know, the whole schematic for the house is put together, and it just kicks out piece after piece after piece, and you just snap these things together. Ladies and gentlemen. Try try to imagine this machine coupled with unlimited electricity and how that would change the world i think we're within a decade maybe a decade and a half of this of the entire and and once you don't have limited resources where does war go because exactly. war is That's really what it's
4: all about it's always about securing those limited resources it's either
0: resources. salt or the 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 trailways for spices or so it's salt oil yeah, yeah. whatever it is That's what war is all about. War is about taking things from people. Free Talk Live. Bitcoins. You can buy them and you can sell them. They're a great little commodity. You can accept them for your own products and services. But what do you do once you have them? Why you spend them, of course. SpendBitcoins.com allows you to spend them all in one place. From SpendBitcoins.com, you can spend your bitcoins at major online retailers such as Amazon, Fishpond, Barnes & Noble, Memory Dealers and more. When you want to spend bitcoins, go to spendbitcoins.com.
1: My name is Jacob Hornberger. I'm president of the Future of Freedom Foundation, which Congressman Ron Paul awarded for having an outstanding freedom website. Write us at FFF at FFF.org, and we'll send you a free three-month subscription to our monthly journal of libertarian essays and our booklet, Economic Liberty in the Constitution, which George Mason University economics professor Walter Williams praised in a recent column. That's FFF at FFF.org. <laughs> 855-450-FREE.
0: It's a SACL toll-free call in line 855-450-3733. You know, if you like what we do here at Free Talk Live, we spread the ideas of liberty far and wide. We're on more than 100 radio stations around the country. XM satellite all across North America. Free to air satellite all across North America. We do this because we believe in the ideas of liberty. Just go to amp.freetalklive.com. You want to help out a little bit? Try our subscription service. It's called the Amp Program. We it's because we spend it only on av- advertising, marketing, and promoting Free Talk Live. Your three dollars a month will go to getting you, uh, you know, the uh, we've got an Amplifier podcast. Uh, there's an Amplifier call-in line, Amplifier forum on the BBS. But you know, really, it's about supporting Free Talk Live. It's amp.freetalklive.com. You've been hearing us talk about Bitcoin coins for a while now, but maybe you didn't know how to go about getting them. Well, there's an easy way. You can get bitcoins by depositing cash at thousands of banking locations across the U.S., including Bank of America and Wells Fargo. Once you have your bitcoins, you can use them to pay anyone in the world with no transaction fees or third parties even getting involved. It works just like a person-to-person cash transaction, but it's done on the Internet. It's Internet Cash. To learn more, visit... ExchangeBitcoins.com. Again, it's ExchangeBitcoins.com. So this article about the, the Irby, which is this car that was <laughs> printed from nothing, essentially. It's this car that was made through one of these 3D printers.
3: See, that's where I get confused, is what it's made out of. Because
4: Goop. Plastic, basically. Well,
3: because, I mean, you said you saw one of these make a wrench. Now, to me, a wrench is made out of metal. Yes. So I can't imagine a wrench that isn't made out of metal, and I can't imagine a car that isn't made out of a car. How do you make a tire... Out of plastic.
0: My guess is, and I only have um, a guess here, is that you'd have to make different types of parts out of different materials. And I would say that they have more flexible and less flex- flexible plastics, and maybe even some rubber. I would, I would not want to drive
4: in a car that had plastic tires, especially no. like hard plastic, because it's not going to stop when you apply the brakes. No, it's just going to be slick, no. and it's it's going to get all eaten up as you drive on the roads. So, I mean, it's going to be scarred really okay. easily. So you would probably make the tires um, out
0: of you know synthetic the, rubber, you know, probably. Right with some kind Kind of, you know they print up the tires or something like that, um, even if you had to still go out and buy tires after you made your car, um, you would still be a heck of a lot better off, although sure, tires sure. are quite quite expensive i don 't imagine they can make
4: those yeah but you 're playing a couple hundred bucks for a set of nice tires as opposed to a couple thousand bucks for or many thousand bucks for a nice car and it 's not impossible for them to probably um,
0: s- set up the machine to you know lay down different materials at different times in the same way that a printer can print both blue and red and yellow.
4: All what is it? Cyan, magenta, and and, and, and uh, I can't remember what the other one. Cyan, magenta, and green. That was blue. Green. Oh, cyan no, no, no. I'm sorry. Blue. Cyan, magenta, and yellow are the uh, uh, subtractive uh, color spectrum, and then okay. the additive is red green, and blue
0: okay so wh- whatever whatever these colors are, printers can print different colors, so I would imagine these printers can print different materials so when if you 're printing a car, which is what was done here, you would have to print materials like plastics me- metal type plastics, um, these harder plastics, you would have to print rubber, you would have to print glass because it 's hard to drive cars that don 't that you can 't see out of um, and you you'd need all these different types of materials, some kind of fabricy. Plasticky, foamy thing. So it would have to print all this different stuff. And I I don't see why it couldn't just go along and shoot down different things in different places.
4: Yeah. Yeah. It calculated out, you know, how how much needed to be on this layer, you know, and how much needed to be on the next layer, you know, layer by layer by layer. Those computers, they're smarter than we are.
3: Mind blown. It's, 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 crazy. Seriously? it's crazy
0: stuff. There's no doubt about it. So going on with the Irby here, uh, Core, that's one of the guy involved here. We are a small group of designers and engineers in Winnipeg trying to make a difference. Making things this way could revolutionize how we produce things, it has, it, which is an understatement. It has certainly changed my way of thinking and manufacturing. This process of 3D printing turned into global manufacturing would change the way we replace parts within machines. The Irby, which took 15 years to make, has three wheels. Uh, by the way, it has three wheels, I'll bet you, because you can't drive something on the road with four wheels without asking the government's permission and going through all their processes. You could d- drive anything that has three wheels, basically, but once it has four wheels, it's a car, it's an automobile or whatever. I thought
4: it was anything motorized. Uh, I have there's a feeling all kinds that they are going for- to
3: quickly make up new rules to uh, Now, rid of third,
4: that. where is the third wheels? And it in the front of the back? Is there a picture?
0: Uh, it would appear as though the third wheel is in the front on this wow, one, maybe on the back. that's a
4: terrible there. design. There's a car out li- there like that called the Robin Reliant, and if you make a sharp turn left or right... <laughs> No, you're going to flip over yeah. in that car. So uh, they have different, uh, maybe it's two,
0: two in the front, I don't know, I'm just looking at it, it's, it's difficult to, for me to tell, it's a, sure. a, sort of an angled shot here, it could be one or the other, and I think the, the rear tire is actually the one um, in the back, one rear tire, two
4: two front. Okay, yeah, that, that's how you design a, a three-wheel car.
0: But the reason that they do three-wheel cars instead of four is because of the government's rule on four-wheel cars. Yep. Obviously, they don't have airbags on motorcycles, right? Yeah. So yeah. a three-wheel vehicle is a motorcycle, whereas a four-wheel vehicle is a car, yep. and the the rules as far as safety features and things essentially price out anything new like
4: this. Well, that car I was talking about, the Robin Reliant, apparently was very popular in England during like the seventies when it came out because it was considered a motorcycle, so you didn't need to get a driver's license to drive it. You could, it was much cheaper, you know. Sure. So they,
0: they fit. They fit into a, a category that doesn't require as much, um, sure, you sure. know, uh, sort of regulation. So the Irby has a small single-cycle cylinder engine that uh, generates a mere eight horsepower, yet it can go up to 70 miles per hour if necessary. And it's so light and efficient. Um, even driving around the city, it can do 100 miles per gallon, and the Canadian firm Core e- Ecologic, which designed it, insists that it could become a viable uh, r- a runaround for normal people. To me, the… The, the vehicle itself, you know, I mean, it's, it's great and everything. But to me, the vehicle isn't what's so exciting here. It's the manufacturing process. They have managed to print sure, this sure, out of sure. thin air. Like
4: the first car that ever existed by modern standards is awful. It goes nine miles an hour. Steering it is difficult. Starting it is almost impossible. It has three wheels. The third one in the front, you know, it's just a bad design. But the technology of doing all that is phenomenal. And the same with this. The technology of producing the car this way is awesome it changes everything and um you
0: know i'm i'm very excited about it apparently it'll cost up to uh The way they put commas in here, $50,000, even then it will cost up to $50,000. The process can do many materials, and our goal will be to use fully recycled materials. Although the prototype has been uh, completed, it will be some time before the Irby is available to buy in car showrooms. The team behind it um, will still have to raise money for a second prototype, which will be at least another million dollars. And um, even then it will cost up to $50,000 to buy new, although the price should drop. If it is mass produced, of course, um, and obviously they're, once they, once they put it out there there's going to be competition in the marketplace which will disallow um, you know them from charging fifty thousand dollars for this uh, cute little hockey puck. Sure, sure. So, um, other professions which have uh, shown an interest in um, additive layer manufacturing—that's what they call this, Julia— including medicine, and some um, suggestions that a prosthetic body parts could eventually be printed to the size and shape that they're required. I don't see why they couldn't do that. I mean, take a little scan of your stump.
3: I am going to go home and look up, up, read about this for a while because I
4: yeah, uh, watch some videos on YouTube. It'll explain it a little better. You'll be able to see what's actually happening. It's,
3: it's, I, it's just hard for me to wrap my... It's what it's made out of. Like I said, it's just hard for me to wrap my mind around.
4: Hard.
0: It's, um, you know, you're, you're talking about uh, probably if they can replace prosthetic parts. I mean, are you talking about prosthetic organs? They've already had prosthetic hearts. Can they replace all these failing organs in people? I don't know. I mean, it's all very interesting. We, Robot bodies. We
4: might, yeah, we might just
0: live forever. I, th- I think that there is, there is a generation that's coming forward that's going to live uh, for a very long time. Sure. I don't know if I'm in that generation or not. Ray Kurzweil, who did the you know, does the the singularity talks and all these things. Mm-hmm. He seems to believe that it's going to be about 2045. And I don't know why his, uh, his how he word, came over that number. Yeah. Well, I, I I've read a little bit about this. And, you know, he backs up his statement with some level of uh, conjecture. And, sure,
4: sure. Sounds smart to me.
0: Right. That's what it does. That's essentially, <laughs> you know, you, you believe so many things in this world based on um, authority, and Ray's, Ray Kurzweil is the authority on the singularity and that kind of thing. Sure. So he says 2045. I should make it to that. You certainly, you two certainly will make it to yeah, that. Yeah. I guess
4: I'll be like 40 by then? No, no. I guess I'll be 60 by then. I can't add. Never mind. I don't know math. Julia?
3: Lord willing, how old will I be?
4: Well, I was just—you you know, were—you were holding
0: your hand aloft. And I'm I a won- very
3: animated person, and apparently, we animated have, we seem to have this com- communication problem tonight, where <laughs> you think that I'm—I'm I'm raising my hand to talk, but I'm just. <laughs> Going nuts over here.
0: I think that um, I think that this. You know, even if you don't, be, uh, you aren't able to change the way that. Um, you know, we uh, we we move the consciousness from one form to another. You could very well make a robot
4: body, pull the brain out, and stick it into the new sure, body. Sure, but it would only be five feet tall. Though it would have the strength of five gorillas with the strength of five gorillas. What? What? What is this? <laughs> is this some kind of joke? Uh, I'm yeah. sure some of our listeners out there will get. It. I see.
0: Free talk live. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can get we're, we're online uh, twenty four hours a day, or listen seven days seven days a week from seven p.m. to ten p.m. It's free talk live.